0: hey okay okay versatile vigilante young vince uncle Vinny. we're Vinny. in here man very special guest
1: mr renji lee thank you for having me Vinny. it's a pleasure um thanks for being here shout out to everybody back home thanks for watching and please do like and subscribe with Vinny for more interviews with just people from the city from the hood appreciate you
0: very well said, bro You're my promo man now I love I it so, yeah It's the marketing The, the natural yeah. Love that, bro You said you have a little uh,
1: bar You want to spit at the beginning You want to mm-hmm. do that right now? Yeah, this is actually from uh, Yasin Bey He actually wrote this For his first single album And I thought it was really interesting I was listening to it It's from 1999 Okay But it's something I think Is really applicable and relevant now So it goes like this All over the world Hearts pound with the rhythm Fear not of men because men must die Mind over matter and soul before flesh Angels hold a pen, keep a record in time Which is running and passing Like a caravan trader The world is overrun with the wealthy and the wicked But God is sufficient in disposal of a fair Gunmen, stockholders try to merit your fear But God is sufficient over plans they prepared Who it be, Renji Lee, in the flesh right here On this place called Earth holding down my square About to do it for y'all and y'all in the atmosphere so just bounce yeah amen bro that's a fucking energetic start
0: to this podcast i love
1: it It. what about that uh kind of phrasing hits you hits you hard well in the time that this song was made it was right around 1999 to 2000 the stock market wasn't doing so well like the world wasn't doing so well it was kind of in a state of paranoia and panic and during this period of time like y2k and all this stuff people were thinking about, okay, what is the world going to look like in the next century? And I feel like right now in 2022, it's kind of in the same vibe. It's like, what's the world going to look like in the future? So me, I'm always a person who you got to know your history and the future is a mystery, but the presence is a gift. Your presence is a gift too. So thanks for having me. Um, I just find it's the camp kind of cycle. Like right now we've got the whole stuff with Bitcoin. We got stuff with schools. There's obviously... Um, a certain disease that's going on, people are talking about. So there's so much stuff that is happening right now. I find it's just about you know trying to keep even keel and staying on a straight path. So I'm really trying to focus on you know me and us, and I, I'm trying to encourage people to focus on themselves. So that's where this comes from for me. That's why it resonates.
0: I love that man. You're definitely speaking my language because I, I feel very similarly. Okay. No matter what world issues are going on, gotta yeah. take care of ourselves. That's right. Make sure we're doing our best. I like how you brought up kind of history repeats itself. Mm-hmm. The more you learn, man, the more
1: you see, wow, nothing's really new. Yeah. It's happened before. You think about the internet, okay? Yeah. So the internet is kind of like, before the internet, there was a spider web. The spider web was all connected and had all these nodes that were connected together. And that same spider web could be the internet. The same way, like the trees, the branches of the trees are similar to the capillaries inside your lungs. So like, I'm a big believer that everything is everything. So like... I don't know. When I was a kid, I was an idealist. I was like, yo, I always want to save the world. I want to make the world a better place. But I realized, you know, the world's such a big place. You can't do it all by yourself. But if you can save one person, that's something in your control. It's the equivalent of kind of saving the world, if you know what I mean. I 100% know what you mean.
0: It's kind of that pay it forward method too, a little bit. Mm -hmm. I love that, bro. Definitely, definitely uh, see things in a similar, similar way. Yeah, thank you. Amazing, bro. So I do want to get into the Renji origin story a little bit. Okay. Talk a little bit about growing up and mm-hmm. kind of what led you to get into what you're doing
1: now. Cool. So um, for those who don't know at home, I actually, I'm a director, producer. I also have a media company called Renergy Media House. I got some music projects coming in the side. Cold-ass stickers pl- too, man. You got that VVs right here. Right? Renergy Media House. Yeah, sticker gang. Let's go. But um, no, let's come back to it. Like... um. Originally made in China, they were like, oh, this is a, you know, this is a good experiment. We're going to go ahead and ship this guy to Canada. (laughs) You're an import. I'm an import, yes. Uh, Import model, role model, that is. Yes. So, I mean, in this time, I grew up, came to Canada, originally grew up in the west end of Toronto. And that was a very interesting experience. From there, I moved to, like, midtown, grew up, went to university, trying to really find myself in terms of, like, yes, I'm from China, I'm Chinese, I'm Asian. But at the same time, like, I don't fit in with everybody here. But then when I go into the Asian community, it's like, I don't really fit in there. So I think self-identity has always been something important because I don't fit in anywhere. But because of that, I fit in everywhere. I got, like, a little diversity in terms of the versatility. And I'm also a vigilante. You're Like and subscribe.
0: You're in the right place, bro. That's for sure. <laughs> I love that, man. That's, I think, a relatable for. A, a lot of young people even mm-hmm. if they're born in canada like it's like where do i where do i fit like who who can i be around that maybe understands yeah. me or do i understand myself yet mm-hmm. you know so i think that's a very relatable story
1: that you have thank you what about you like in, in like did you grow up here or like what is I your culture? did
0: i did i'm actually italian, italian So that okay. ca- catches a lot of people by surprise i'm okay. born and raised here though vinnie uh, like vincenzo exactly okay, exactly exactly and uh it's funny that you mentioned it's like you you um like in china you they don't really see you as maybe full chinese if Mm -hmm. that's fair to say and Mm -hmm. then in canada like oh this guy's asian before he's canadian type Mm -hmm. thing and i feel that i kind of go through that a little bit as well because a lot of people think oh you're brown you're so you're and i'm like man i'm italian but they, they don't see that and then i'm canadian but i've never been like a like a Canadian, Canadian, like hockey play and stuff. So not an immigrant at all, but Mm -hmm. I feel like kind of really relate to what you're saying with the identity.
1: Like you're like, both of us are kind of in the middle of that diagram. You're like, I'm not, I'm like Britney Spears. I'm not a girl. I'm not yet a woman. Like he's kind of like you, you're kind of in somewhere where you're finding your own identity. And I feel like being in a place like Toronto is so beautiful because you have people from all different cultures. So you really have that full melting pot. Um, we're able to assimilate, but at the same time, if we're able to know our own history, I think that's important. It's funny you mentioned Italian. I didn't know you were Italian. Yep. I went to Milan. One of our films is actually in the Milan Film Festival, so I did learn one thing, which is "Essa un onore essere qui." I think that means it's an honor to be
0: here. I love that, bro. You're getting a lot of firsts on here. First Italian phrase. Si, first, si. Freestyle to spit, si. I love it. Grazie, mile, grazie, grazie, man. Um, that's real, man. When when you were growing up, were you someone that was like into, nor- like more Western culture? Like, did you when you got here? Were you into like rap? Were you into like big movies and stuff like that? Or is it more traditional
1: Chinese culture that you were kind of growing up on? Yeah, I would definitely say it have to be a little bit of both. Um, growing up with two immigrant parents. They would be out of the house a lot. Okay. And as, as an only child, I would have a lot of time growing up in the neighborhood, spending time on the playground, spending time in Saturday school to learn Mandarin. So it's like five days of the week, I'm growing up with all people from different cultures. And then on Saturday, I have like Chinese school. You go and learn Mandarin. If you ever see like your local high school, middle school, and they have a whole bunch of Chinese people, it's because those parents all are really committed to them learning the language, reading and writing and all that stuff. My, my father was always saying Mandarin is going to be a language that's going to really take over in the, like 2020. So you should start now looking back. I think he was right. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you feel like it's because China is such a big market that kind of all have to be aware of,
1: of what's going on over there? I would say so. I mean, you know, not only just based on the population, but like the kind of industries that are coming out of China, um, I think it's actually a really good thing for me to know all cultures. If I could know all cultures and speak to them all, then I would be able to communicate as a human to everybody, like, sincerely. And I think that, like, me and you, is, we're speaking English. This is a language. Right. I learn, I know a few different languages I'm fluent or intermediate with. But there's a certain language through, like, the soul of the world. And that's a universal language that we can all speak. So... That's the ultimate language I want to speak, but, you know, these other languages are a medium for me to communicate, what I'm trying to say.
0: Very good, man. When you were doing Mandarin school and learning these languages,
1: yeah. did it come naturally to you, or is it a very, like, tricky process? Mm, I'd say it was definitely a bit of a tricky process, because I would spend most of my time learning English. So when I speak to Chinese people, they're like, man, first of all, they look at me, they're like, oh, he's Chinese. Until I open my mouth. 30 <laughs> seconds in, they're like, yo, bro, th- you're not from here. Are you? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm from Canada. Yeah. And then they kind of look at you in a different way. They might, you know, ask you a few other questions. I feel like the Chinese culture, I, I do fit in a little bit. But the other part of it is like being able to take my Canadian roots. Because I've grown up here. Yeah. So taking my Canadian roots and bringing that back to China. Having that Chinese-Canadian connection in a way. Love mm-hmm. that, man.
0: Very well said. Thank you. So you mentioned you were only child growing up. Yeah. What were the things that kind of you became first attracted to um when you were by yourself? Like what were some things that you looked at to to fill your time? What were some Yeah. TV shows, you know, going out.
1: Like what was your what was your lifestyle like as the only child? Definitely. So growing up, I mean growing up in in like growing up in like the projects, yeah. I would say spending a lot of time outside with the kids. So yeah. like when school is over, everyone goes home, they eat dinner and then from Like six to sunset, everybody in the hood would come out. We'd play basketball, soccer, tag, all of these games. I feel like that kind of play is really good for you to learn about other people and learn how to communicate. TV was also big because through TV is where I learned a lot of my language skills. Right. So watching like CBC, TVO… Like, Pokemon and, like, all of those little kind of, like, shows. Like, that is what really put me on Saturday. I don't remember. Like, Saturday on Fox, on Fox, 28. Box. They used to have, like, all of those shows. I used to watch, like, as many of them as I could. Or like, like when Metabots. I in school. Remember that one? Metabots. Crazy. Um, Transformers. Yep. They had some really good shows back Very there. good shows. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at this point in my life, like, I'd like to actually go and work with the CBC and try to give back and be like, yo, I grew up here. Let me go ahead and continue this legacy. While also building my own legacy.
0: Yes, uh, I love the idea of that, where you're giving back, but you're growing as as a person and a brand as well. Kind of yeah. covering as many angles as you can.
1: Um, not only about relationships, but about business. The best is win-win. Yes. Where like here, you're here to give me a platform, and I appreciate that. That's a win for me because I get to I get to talk my shit, and for you, ho- hopefully, I'll have something. Prepare that I can give to you and give to the people who are watching this podcast, something of value. So in, in the end, win-win is the best business or no deal. Cause I want you to win. I want me to win. If we can all win, then why not?
0: Agreed, man. That's a, mm-hmm. again, you're, you're, you're speaking my language, bro. Awesome. I love to hear it. So you are a man that wears many hats. You already kind of mentioned that mm-hmm. music, film, mm-hmm. directing, you also work in the corporate world, correct? That's correct. How do you balance working in a corporate job, with all that comes with that with being a creative being Mm -hmm. someone that loves to create something how how do you deal with that kind of difference in lifestyle
1: okay it's a good question i actually want to come back to you and what you said okay because you said hey you know what i have a nine to five and i also have this and this was your creative outlet and i find like you you never see a bird fly with one wing Mm -hmm. and i'm not trying to get into politics but you know with politics people are like oh left wing right wing But you never see a bird fly with one wing. Yes. So it's like you might have left brain to focus on the logical, but then you kind of neglect your right brain if you don't have something creative. As a kid, I was always growing up, like my parents would be like, okay, you got to go ahead and do your homework. But after the homework came all the creative stuff. So I needed to continue that. Um, I think it's best for my mental and like obviously not just like my mental well-being, but also to keep myself stimulated on both sides. Absolutely. I think that's it.
0: I, I completely understand that, bro, because we ta- kind of talked about it before the interview, too. Right. Like the corporate world, it could be kind of dirty at, at times. Mm-hmm. It could be something where it's not too fun, but there's so many interesting people that mm-hmm. you're going to deal with. There's so many lessons that can be learned. Mm-hmm. So I like to talk to someone like yourself who has the, the all the creative stuff going on, mm-hmm. but also understands the importance of uh, like business and dealing
1: with different types of people. Yeah. I was actually it's funny you say that I was speaking to somebody who was um, in one of the big Canadian film corporations yeah and they said you would be actually surprised Renji how many doctors and lawyers and business people come and transition to film and I was really surprised I was like why and they're like because this is not just show it's show business you need to have show and you need to have business so um, in order to have both I got the show and I got the business set. So, for me to kind of put that together, it really makes sense to take the two things I love and try to amalgamate them into one. Absolutely, bro. You're yeah.
0: building a monster.
1: That's creating a monster. Creating you know,
0: a know. monster, man. That, that's really good. Uh, really good to hear because I, again, relate to that. Um, and I think in. My, I hate the term like society, but I'll use it. Society. In today's society, I feel like having like a stable job is kind of seen as square in a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you've ever of seen what i'm talking about mm-hmm. but to me it's like man there's so much that you could learn mm-hmm. and it could help you out financially mm-hmm. why not max out whatever situation you're in
1: i think it's really interesting to diversify and i'll tell you yes. why like if you talk to people where you work and you tell them i do a podcast they might be like oh sick you do a podcast and then you, you might speak to artists here and they might be like oh my god you also do something else on the side what's that like so i feel like having both is actually an advantage there's also a really famous song. It says, it's hip to be square. Yeah. And I'm like, you know Huey what? Lewis. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. if I'm square, I'm square. I don't care. I'm, I'm even on all sides. I can build like a block, whatever you want to say. Um, I, I, I find it to be an advantage because I have a lot of friends who do work in corporate settings and they want more stuff to do. People call me and be like, you got an extra role in your movie. What's going on? Can I be like, can I do something to help you? Like, can we do something creative? And it's really interesting because... I don't think people are supposed to be focused just on work. They also need to have work-life and dream balance. We talk about work-life, but life is not enough because people have dreams, people have goals and and ideas that they want to flesh out. So I think having work-life and dream balance is kind of like the best way to diversify.
0: Diversification
1: is a key, man, Mm -hmm. every aspect
0: of life. Yeah, yeah. All flavors, Mm -hmm. variety of life. It's the spice. It's the spice of life, yeah. Exactly, man. So we're kind of dancing around the subject a little bit, but how did you kind of transition into starting your... What was first, actually? Making music? Was it filming first? What was your first creative venture? Grade seven
1: or grade six, I actually moved from the West End to a nicer neighborhood. Okay. Better schools. My parents really wanted that for me, and I and I respect them for that. From there, I got more access to media, so I was always about like cameras and stuff. Grade seven, I made my first short with one of my best friends. I actually saw in Halifax. I haven't seen this guy for ten years since like yeah. after high school. I met with up. I met up with him, like talked on Instagram, and I went to Halifax, spent some time with him. We watched the stuff we made. No, it's way. crazy because the stuff that we made, I see a lot of the same principles in terms of composition or ideas, and it's something I can still see in my work now. But to answer your question, I think film was first. Um, I got a couple of brothers who got me into music as well because they would, they would do music. Okay. And then it just kind of like both came. But um, I would say music would be the the third option. Film would be the second option. And just being a good human would be number one. Man,
0: I love your number one because yeah. we forget about that. Like we're people first. Mm-hmm. Whatever we do, like we're people. We have to be good people, honest people. Yeah love that you brought that up man character character okay. principle you, you, okay you
1: do you like video games
0: um i'm not a huge video like game games i'm sport, more okay. of a sports okay. guy yeah. what sports do you like mostly baseball basketball i'd say are my name favorite. me oh okay i know
1: basketball Football. more name me one basketball player you like uh scotty barnes scotty Barnes. Toronto sick okay so you look at character scotty barnes Scotty Barnes is like, what, he's 20. He just ran Rookie of the Year. He's got a great attitude, a lot of energy. You know what to expect from Scotty Barnes. So that's a character that you know how to depend on. Having dependable character, I think, is one of the most key attributes to just success in life and also as an artist. It's like, you wouldn't put Shaq on the three-point line and you wouldn't put Steph Curry in the post. Yep. So... Knowing your character, knowing where you fit in, knowing your strengths and weaknesses, I think is going to be, like, key. Because in all aspects of life, you are your common denominator. If something is messing up on everything in your life, you got to look at yourself and be like, okay, what am I doing wrong? So I think that character is is definitely important.
0: Huge, man. Did you ever have that kind of experience where things might not have been going how you wanted
1: and you had to take that deep look and say something needs to change all the time i i i evaluate my belief systems all the time anytime i get some new data some new upware like some some software some information i'll go ahead and check my own belief systems because i want to make sure like i'm up to date um i'll give you one example
2: Mm.
1: organization for film yep i have a lot of great big ideas they usually require five six figure budgets i'll find a way to do them for cheaper But because I'm doing them for cheaper and I'm trying to make the same thing happen, you might not get the same quality. So, you know, being able to look at that and saying, what am I doing wrong? Is it maybe right now, instead of us doing these, you know, 30 minute movies, let's go ahead and do a really nice 10 minute movie where everything is kind of settled. Um, And that can be something that can be carried over to like all areas of life. Just kind of being like organization, production and the balance between ideals of like what you want and what you have. Cause yeah. one day we're going to get there. Like right now we're here in this studio. When you get your studio downtown, you're going to ask another look. Exactly. So um, you might be able to do different things there. you might be able to do every day, like some other podcasts. So I hope that you're able to, to grow on that as well. Appreciate that, bro. And it kind of goes into what you were saying
0: earlier with the everything is everything. Like we don't get to, we don't get to a location without first being somewhere before, mm-hmm. you know, and humble that, beginnings. Exactly, man. Gotta yeah. start somewhere.
1: Out I'm going to bring it to you now. What do you think you're, like, looking at now, I think we're 30, 40 podcasts in. Where do you think you were? How Like, how far do you think you've come from the fir- first podcast? I want to hear about that.
0: Very far, man. I mean, the first podcast I ever did, um, kind of the story behind that I was telling you off camera, but I knew I needed something, man. I knew I needed something creative, but also something that it was mine. Like, I call the shots. Whether it does nothing or it does something, mm-hmm. it's mine. Yeah. Because in the, again, corporate world, you got to go through so many people to make one change. That's right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So to have something where it's like, no, I'm doing this, deciding, Mm -hmm. there we go. So to look at from where it started to now, bro, I think come a long way, man, more as a person than even just my my brand. Okay. Like just putting myself in different situations, Mm -hmm. being around different types of people. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's what it is, bro. Like experience, living life. Yeah. Really. And, uh, I'm sure you could probably say the same for your being on different film sets and Mm -hmm. being on different music shoots, even, um, in the corporate world too. Like the Mm -hmm. more shit you do, Mm -hmm. you become stronger.
1: I feel more well-rounded. Absolutely. It's like, um, what you said about being is the most important because we could talk about film sets. We could talk about money and all this stuff and it's, it's all important, but first it starts with being, I am this person and i do these things because i do these things i get these results and then i get to have different things so in order for you to have this you had to start somewhere else and same with us in film it's like if i look back at the kind of things that we did with what kind of budget we had it's, it's really amazing and you know it makes me think about budget is not important but it's really about the act absolutely yeah. that's been a big theme for
0: me probably this year like okay. a cool idea is always cool mm-hmm. But when you actually have something that you did, mm-hmm. like it's a f- you you made this happen, such an amazing thing because I think that starts this, this thing in your brain where it's like, oh, I could do anything, really. That's right. You know, it's like yeah. a contagious. It's like a drug kind of, but mm-hmm. it's a great one. Yes. It's like, wow, I did this. You know what that means? I could do something else. I could do something else. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, uh, it's a cool thing, bro. And that's why I like talking to, to you about this because, to me, a word I'm going to give you and I'm going to say, um, relentless, and relentless. I'm going to give that as a huge compliment, because to me, it shows just, like, willing to put yourself out there, willing to try different shit, willing to potentially mm-hmm. fail, mm-hmm. but with a reason. Yeah. You know? And I love that, bro. So I respect that about you, Heavy, and it's uh, a skill that I think a lot of people um, could
1: use. Well, you, you gotta you gotta look at it like, um, I think, one of my favorite J. Cole lines, he says, with all the cards against him, how did he manage something, something, something he used into his advantage? And it's like, you love a good comeback story. Yeah, man. So it's like, Underdog. you want to you go ahead and, and look at these. Because people have humble beginnings, Yeah, but they make it somewhere. Like Scotty Barnes, I'm sure he had a humble beginning as well. Um, and when you look at, like, these people across the board from wherever country, culture, religion, whatever they come from, they have some base set of things. And these kind of, like, rules, like... People could talk about the law of attraction. They could talk about karma. Like these things, they're real. They're universal. And to be able to be one in accordance with these kind of nature or natural principles, I think that's the best way to live. Like, like an alchemist, like a sage, like these kind of like wise people. Yep. And I'm trying to learn from from those kind of people because I feel like that that really, when you go ahead and you learn a skill for yourself, it's not like this this suit or these clothes or this car this could go missing or stolen but whatever you have in here forever
0: absolutely bro mm-hmm. there's a thing on uh, that i do on my show called cliche gang okay where okay just like so many different conversations mm-hmm. these great cliches come up mm-hmm. and it's because they're so valid mm-hmm. they're so true man like mm-hmm. and what you were saying reminded me of that old one you give a man a fish he eats for a day yeah. you teach him how to fish right eats forever yes yes and yes. uh it's so true bro it's it's history repeats itself
1: mm-hmm.
0: love that man
1: you give a man a microphone he might be able to spit something you give a man a podcast he can communicate to the world
0: facts there we go man yeah. uh we're talking we're talking that talk right now yeah, bro yeah. <laughs> uh, so you, grade seven you made your first film mm-hmm. what you do that did you drop it on youtube was that like the first step for it, you honestly
1: it's on youtube it's still there um from grade seven we had 300 views but this is before, like, you you know, 2007, YouTube was much different. Yeah, bro. So I looked back, we were like, bro, we actually have views and subscribers. I'm like, where did these people come from? Because we were, like, young, prepubescent boys. It was, it was a little bit different back then. And um, to just go back and watch these and see how we looked, the clothes that we wore, it's like, bro, like... You can find them on YouTube right now, but as soon as this podcast comes out, I'm I'm deleting them. We're (laughs) flagging this shit. It's not going to stay on YouTube for long, bro. This is embarrassing. Humble, humble beginnings, bro.
0: Good for you, man. Again, got to start somewhere. Um, When you dropped
1: it and when, were you getting good feedback from your peers? Everyone loved it. And that's the crazy thing because it's like, this is is one of the crazy dilemmas. And I'll talk to you about this. It's like, (sighs) you have an idea. You put out something. People have great reception. They love it. They want more. Maybe you didn't plan to put out more. And you're like, oh, shh. Like, what am I going to do? I got to go ahead and make more. And that's how we actually came out with this film, Lightfest 2. We made Lightfest 1 as just a project in the distillery as an action like right. scene. We put this out. And we're like, okay, our friends are going to watch it. We'll have a good laugh. We love martial arts movies. We're just doing it for us. Right. And then we got like, I think like the first month we got like 10K views. And, like, it's not like we were advertising it so much, but, like, we put it on Instagram, put it on YouTube. We are like, check this out. We got these views, and people are messaging me. I'm like, I don't know these people. They're like, yo, cool, (laughs) man. You're going to do a second one? And I'm like... And there's the dilemma. Do we do a second one or not? In this case, we did do a second one. The first budget we did our film for was $150. The money went towards Ubers and pizza. All you need. The second budget was like 10 g's first movie three minutes second movie 25 minutes and then credits so it's like the growth is exponential but it's like you you never know when someone kind of gives you that extra push like like when you're learning to ride a bike you'll never know how far you go and that's the kind of cool thing you know
0: it's very cool i, I love that you touched on that because mm-hmm. like can we can do as much as we can we can push ourselves mm-hmm. but That extra little bit can actually help so much, man. When someone's like, hey, I like what you're doing.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, shit. I'm sure you have people reaching out to you being like, yo, good work. I love this. Yeah, man. You know what? It actually
0: does help. As much as I'd like to say, I don't need anybody. I don't need that. You kind of do, bro. You need a little bit of that
1: Mm
0: -hmm. outside push, you know? Yes. That's so cool. So did you catch the bug a little bit when you you first put out your stuff? Were you like, man, I got to keep doing more of this? Did you like... Kind of getting that reception. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, we we after we did the first one, we're like, okay, we got to do a second one. And then I'm like, if we're doing a second one, we're gonna do a third Keep one, going like, now. A trilogy. So, first one YouTube, second one theater, third one maybe we'll make this into. I actually see this being something like a season. Nice. It would be great for us to you know just go ahead and start everything from scratch, get the correct fund, and get the right people in place, get the right players in place, and really see where this goes. Um, but me, I'm, I'm really open to it. If we continue i would like to continue i would be very happy if we do not continue i'm okay because i know where i set my goalpost and i was able to achieve that goal yeah the rest is cherries on top that's right the rest is just extra dividends and i'll take it very cool man do you you um is renergy who you work with for your films Renergy is is uh, is my company. That's my team. So the way Renergy works, we're kind of like we actually originally we said we were like Tinder for freelancers. Okay. So the idea would be like, okay, I need to go ahead and get this music video done. Who do I get? It's like, okay, here's some music video directors. I'll swipe left, swipe right. Like these are the people's work I like. And my job was to hook up people with other jobs because me, I have a I have a day job. I'm working like good forty. Yeah. So people are calling me like, hey, I got this project. Can you come out next Monday? And I'm like. <laughs> I got some presentations on money i can 't make it, but I want to hook out with my friends. I realized people who know how to communicate, people who know who how to provide things that other people need, they become like a hub they become like um like the, the the axis of the wheel, yeah and I want to go ahead and have every spoke of the wheel, everyone to get some money so for example, we have about in the beginning of the year we had twenty two freelancers right now it 's November the twelfth and we have 17 people who got paid contracts through Renergy Media House. The idea is for everyone to build because if I'm the only one succeeding and my friends are not, it's just no fun. I want to see all of my friends shine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The homies can't come. It ain't no fun. Yeah, yeah. It
0: ain't no fun if the homies can't get nothing. Real shit, man. Uh, you always been
1: this way? Like a, a guy that likes to bring people together?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's actually... I didn't learn this until I was probably in my teenage years, but apparently my name... Li means a person with compassion who is able to bring people together in harmony very cool and i was like damn grandpa like yo you could you do you on one so my grandpa was a principal so he, he must have had some good principles but when they gave me this name it's cool because I, I think i took the name and i inherited it i don't know if it's the name came first and then the nature or this was the nature i had and then the name so i would like to bring people together in peace and harmony and collaboration Um, And that's something I want to talk to you about. It's actually in the the list of things I have. The idea of the Mastermind Alliance. I didn't create this one. I ripped it from Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Okay. And I really believe in it. Because if you put one battery here, you might be able to power this. But if I take a whole bunch of batteries and I link them in series, I have enough voltage to power, like, a car. I don't know if you ever watch Breaking Bad. Absolutely. Okay. First season of Breaking Bad they were making meth in the boonies, yep. and their RV died. Because he left the key in the Because he left the key in the Yeah, yes. you know. Okay. Absolutely. So, so basically, they're like, okay, we're screwed. We got all this meth, and what are we going to do? And they're like, okay, take all the metal you can. We're going to link these together, and then we're going to use this to charge the car. And that's the exact same principle, because none of these metal washers or AA batteries can power the car alone, but together as a force, unstoppable love that reference i'm
0: always down for a good breaking bad reference okay too, okay bro. let's see how many i, I got that. for you um yeah. that's a great skill to have again where it's just like let's turn whatever we have into as much as we can mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's amazing man i see that a lot too where it's like oh man the budget's not big i can't mm-hmm. do anything with it well there's something you can do with this right you just gotta maybe be a little more creative or flexible that's it. i think about
1: you ever heard of something called alchemy yes you might have seen like full metal alchemist yeah yeah yeah, sure yeah if we get it from. Yeah. but. Um over the past few years I've really been into the idea of alchemy. And the idea of alchemy, the alchem chem is like a Egyptian or Arabic word and it has to do with change. So chemistry, alchemy, alchemy was there before chemistry. Right. And it was the study of change and transmutation and it's like they were studying how to turn lead into gold and the philosopher's stone. I don't know about turning lead into gold, I never tried. But the idea of turning whatever we have into gold like turning our hearts from lead into gold, I really believe in that. So that's really the kind of principle I wanna, I wanna use, like that principle of transmutation. Like I'm sure when you started, you didn't have like all this stuff, but as things started building and churning, you were able to kind of transmute this into like this whole space and everything else you got going on here. So it's a beautiful thing, you know.
0: It is, man, and I I, I think very similarly because it it it, it understand you understand that it's a process, but capable mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can do it like it could become something even greater yeah that's awesome bro because you can't buy it you can't buy this shit like what well, we're talking about principles mm-hmm. and be like you mentioned being a good person that's not something you can buy mm-hmm. it's not something that happens they so got the snap of the fingers mm-hmm. it's about the journey of doing it you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm.
1: it's uh and principles create heroes yes you think about superman batman all these people have values building uh a culture around value that's value obsessed, that's really a great way to exponentiate your business, your career, relationship, whatever the case is. So there was the saying, it's like one hero is worth a thousand or 10,000 soldiers. So if you can find good heroes, it's more valuable than anything. So like the people that are on my team, I have people on my team I've known since I was 12. So 15, gonna be 16 years, like these people, I know, I trust with my life. Yeah. So, like, this is... That bond is something you can't buy. And I just think it's beautiful. It is beautiful, man. It's...
0: uh, I remember watching, like, The Godfather and shit like that as a kid. And that's where I started to see that, like, those Mm -hmm. principles, man. You Mm -hmm. can't just run wild, do everything. What
1: was Michael's brother's name? I forget. Sonny. Sonny? Sonny. You never go against the family. Yeah, yeah, or Fredo. That was Fredo. That was Fredo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But Sonny... See, that's an interesting
0: group. Like, Sonny was an awesome like soldier Mm -hmm. but he wasn't a good leader because he was Mm -hmm. too hot-headed and Mm -hmm. then fredo just didn't have the mind for it Mm -hmm. so michael had that perfect
1: balance of a bunch of different traits it's like uh i would say in that film michael's character was like lightning in a bottle Mm -hmm. like between him having to take over between him having to run his own missions between the car explosion Yep, he went through a lot of stuff, and and for him to kind of keep it contained, that's sh- character. Exactly, people who don't blanch like people who don't blanch under under pressure like that. That's like Kawhi. Yes, like you you're, you're a robot. So yes. you know what? We trust you with the ball because you're not going to let your emotions con- like affect too many things. Exactly. And I I would like to be more that way. I'm naturally emotional and hot headed, but of course, learning how to control yourself is what really separates the men from the boys, the the professionals from the non, et cetera. Yeah, 100% agree, bro. And I like that you
0: said learning to do that. It's mm-hmm. okay if we're not there yet. Yeah. We can continue to learn, continue to grow, continuing to improve. Yeah. I feel like working on a, a video shoot is an awesome time to, like, test your patience, too, because mm-hmm. there's so much shit going on. Yeah, yeah. And if you lose your temper at everything, mm-hmm. you'd be losing your temper all day, I could imagine, right? right? So I
1: feel like that's a great training ground to, to test that. I'm going to give a shout out right now to my boy, Nikita. Okay. This guy's not only my best friend, but he's also my cinematographer. So he's like my right hand man. Don't. The way this works, I was writing a script and I went outside to take a quick break. So, you know, let's take a quick break. And I see this, this random stranger sitting down and this guy's also taking a break, just hanging out. Yeah. And he looks at me he's like, oh man, who's this guy? And I'm like, no, no, it's cool. And the first thing I said to him, I said, yo, are you a filmmaker? And he's like, yeah, dude. And I'm like, okay, we have a project in three weeks. We need to get started. He's like, who are you? and that 's how we first met, and i I feel like that guy has been through a lot because back then I was a lot more impatient in film. We have a principle called hurry up and wait you got to get everything ready and then wait. You could be there three hours early and not start for another six hours right so patience being good with people, I find these are things that we 're going to you know talk about I, I actually, I wrote this list of <laughs> 10 things, because we talked about the idea of being an artist, and I yes. don't think I'm a successful artist. I feel like I might be on my way. But, of course, I'd like to share with people who are watching the podcast and also with you what I think. And you can also add to these. I wrote 10 things I think are pretty cool. I wrote them, honestly, like not too long ago, so I hope they're all good. Let's hear them, And bro. Um, I'm going to spin them to you, okay? Please do. First one actually comes from, I learned this from, from work, but also from a guy named Simon Sinek. Okay. He has the idea of start with why. So the idea is like, okay, what kind of phone do you have? Samsung. Okay. Why do you have Samsung? Always have had Android. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, I like the easiness of them. Okay. And probably my favorite thing is the, the texting. Like, you ever... S- Seen how Androids text? Yeah, it's like the webs. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Lit- Those would be the main reasons. Okay, I feel you. So if I said, "Hey, listen, I'm going to give you a new iPhone. F- what is it, 15 or 14? Something like okay, that." Okay, if I give you the new iPhone 15, would you would you trade and switch to Apple, like for free? You're, for free, you giving me? I might I might trade it. Right. So the idea is, why do we go ahead and make the decisions we make? There are some things that we do in life. We do them unconsciously when we can think about the why behind these things we are not we are no longer in autopilot we're on manual and we can actually go ahead and control and steer the ship of our destiny right um why is what gets you out of bed in the morning why is also what you go to when things are hard why is also what you go to when you need to go ahead and take a detour why is what picks you up when you have failure so always starting with why I think is probably the best way to build because from why you can then get into what and how um, it's having a motive. You know, you remember when yes. we were, you, you were younger, you probably grew up here. People are like, yo, what's good. What's, what's the, motive? the motive, man? It's the motive. So 100%. Gotta have a motive.
0: yeah, I love that. I love that's a great first step, bro. It's what's a, a, reason, a reason, what is, what reason. What was your, yeah. what
1: was your reason for, for doing this podcast? And how do you come back to that reason?
0: My reason for it was building, like building something, and uh, growing as a person. Mm-hmm. So when I think about what I'm doing now, I'm, I'm, am I still doing that? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd say that's probably my why: like grow as a person, grow a brand, yeah, as far as it
1: can go. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, man. <sighs> Since I'm comfortable with you, I'll tell you why and how I got into film. Please do. Besides this one film I made, please do. I had this dream. This dream was very vivid. I, Since I was a kid, I have this one thing. It, it sounds messed up, but I don't know if you believe in this. But I usually have dreams. And then somewhere down the line, maybe two, three weeks, months down the line, they come true. And I'm like, I see this happen before. And during the dream, I'm like, that was just a dream. It might never happen. The circumstances are way too odd. Then when it does happen, I'm like, this is some kind of pattern. At 17, I had a dream. It was myself in a bow tie suit coming up the staircase at Scotiabank Theater. I walk in. Don't pay for any tickets. Don't buy any concession. I walk up to the theater. And there are these two women standing on the red carpet. And they're like, are you ready, Mr. Lee? And I'm like, yes. And they open the door. And I walk into the theater. And I hear clapping. And then I wake up. First time it happened, it meant nothing. I was just like, this is a very vivid dream. It meant nothing. Maybe I was just thinking about too much. Because I just did this film shoot. And by the way, I didn't even know it was the Scotia Arena. Because I had never been there at 17. I only went there like recently and then I found out what it looked like. Okay. So then it happened. The same dream happened to me the next night. And I vowed to myself how much this dream shook my heart. I said, until this comes true, I will not stop. And I will continue on this path until this comes true. I originally went to school for pre-med kinesiology, human kinetics. I was going to go and become a doctor. My, I have, Medicine in my family, so it's something that's also plus the Asian culture. It's you know all that stuff together. Plus, I was smart and I could do it. Right. Second semester of school, I got into the the film program, the communication, media, and film program. Shout outs to Tony Lau, Tony Lau, thank you, brother. Tony Lau, Tony Lau, L A U it, L A U (laughs) it. Anyways, so Tony Lau, this guy blessed me, and he was like, "You can come in. I know you're not in this program. You can come in and do it." And I just fell in love with it. And they're like, "You're good at it, and you can do the stuff." Putting all that stuff together, I actually ended up dropping out of medicine. And I dropped out of university as well. I came back to Toronto, told my parents, hey, I want to be a director. And during that time, well, it was very, very, my parents were like, okay, what kind of medications are you having <laughs> yeah. up there? What kind of parties are you doing on Yeah. So it was a kind of a weird change in my life. It was definitely a wide turn. And from there, I've just been continuing and continuing to grind wherever it may take me. I don't care about the path. I just care that I have... why and i have a goal and i will continue until i get there it might sound a little fucked up i know
0: no it doesn't at all bro i again speaking the same language man i think you when you have a vision of what something can be Mm -hmm. you just trust it so much especially when you've seen things happen Mm -hmm. you probably had this experience where situation went in a similar fashion as you thought it would Mm -hmm. then you're like jesus christ how, like i've got to trust myself yeah. because i've seen it play out before yes, yes, yes. and again it gets addictive when you see that mm-hmm. because you're like i know this could happen mm-hmm. i know if i do it and you can't you can't um bend on your vision i feel mm-hmm. like you have to trust yourself if you're not trusting yourself it's throwing shit
1: off you can trust yourself i feel like you can take a detour yes i'll tell you I i just came from oakville Bro, like the roads here are crazy. The highway's crazy. It's raining outside at night. And Facts. I'll tell you what, I had to take a detour. I'm like, I'm going to take this other road. But I still got
0: here. Exactly. That's the blessing. And you, Exactly. You trusted mm-hmm. yourself on a different route. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you didn't trust it, who knows what what would have happened, you know?
1: But it's kind of like chess because it's like if I just stay there, yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Yep. I have to make the next move even if it's right or wrong. Otherwise, the game or dance does not go on. I could make a misstep. I could misclick. I could make the wrong move. But for me to stay and be paralyzed by fear and anxiety, I'm not doing myself any service, you know?
0: Absolutely. More is lost by indecision than wrong decision.
1: Mm-hmm. Better to have a bad plan than no plan. Absolutely, yeah, man. I cliches. love that. Yeah. Cliche gang, man. right here. Gang, gang.
0: That's an excellent first step, bro. What's the yeah. second step you got on there? The second
1: step is actually character, which we talked about. Okay. Man, um, as somebody who owns a media company, as somebody who makes films, yep. people, I feel like character is the most important. People will choose people, not based on just experience, but based on who you are. Here's the thing. I really believe this. You can teach somebody hard skills. You can teach somebody soft skills. I can teach you how to edit. You're already doing a lot of editing. So like I could teach you how to edit. I could teach you how to do VFX. I could teach you some of these things. I could teach you to be a better communicator, how to sell. I could teach you how to make budgets and all this stuff. But if you are not a good person for me that's like the most important I can forgive mistakes I can forgive anything but I cannot intolerate I cannot tolerate people who are not righteous or don't treat other people with compassion people who don't work in the same kind of positive attitude these things to me are more important I can train you to be a filmmaker I can't train you to be a good person you have other people for that. You got a circle around you of other people. They raised you and they brought you up so that you can come and do this. Like this chair. If, if, if this leg is broken, I might be able to count on three legs. If two legs are broken, we have no table. All this stuff is on the ground. Yeah. So character is the one thing you can count on in bad times, times of peril and despair, and also in good times. Agreed, bro. It's, it's your foundation,
0: Mm -hmm. strong foundation. You'll be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: Can I curse on the show? Please do, Okay, Listen, people (laughs) can, I feel like I I came up with this last week, but check it out. You can tell me what what your thoughts are. People can fuck up or people can, I feel like I can accept one or the other. And the thing is with character, no one is perfect. I'm not expecting you to be like a prophet, but people can fuck up or people can lie. I can tolerate if you fuck up, but if you're honest about it, I can tolerate if you do a good job, but you lie. I cannot tolerate if you fuck up and lie. That's unacceptable that's how that. you cut people what are your thoughts i love it i love that man because mm-hmm. there's a
0: time and place for both sometimes you do have to fuck up mm-hmm. sometimes a lie might be the way you gotta go but i completely agree if you're lying mm-hmm. about your mistake mm-hmm. that shows that's like a a, a scumbag move mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it's like that's character
1: that's character being a scumbag is mm-hmm. a character it's not good character and i've had experiences before on film sets where i have somebody who does a technician a job i can't do i'm directing someone else's they have to do their job right they're nasty to everybody else i get complaints i want to scrap but honestly i gotta go ahead and make sure we keep cool and try to do everything amicably so when this happens you do your job great but you're a bad person i can forgive it you treat people nicely but you mess up at your job Take a couple minutes during lunch. I can teach you. Yes. You can't do your job and you're a bad person. Get out of here. We don't need those people in our circle. That's what I believe. 100% agree, bro.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Get rid of the dead wood.
0: That's right. That's right. No good for anybody. Mm-hmm. Got to shed that dead weight. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Actually, quick, quick question yeah, to yeah. interrupt your list. Yeah, yeah. You ever had that experience on a set where you're describing someone who's mm-hmm. just not cutting it and a dickhead? and you got rid of them, and you saw a change in the
1: the whole vibe of the set. Has that ever happened? You ever been – you went to school. Yeah. You ever got like like a whole bunch of really good grades, and then you got this one bad midterm, and it just drops your average down? If you take that one thing out of the equation, now you're on the honor roll. And I really find that having people you can count on, I don't care if you're Ben Simmons and you can't make a layup. If I can count on you being Ben Simmons all the time – Exactly. Just be Ben Simmons. Yeah. What am I getting here? What am I getting here? Exactly. Like, if you're Ben Simmons, and then tomorrow you're just like some guy from the G League. Exactly. Or I don't, I'm not going to say anything about Ben Simmons, but if if, <laughs> if today you're playing like Jeremy Lin, I love Jeremy Lin. Legend. I love Jeremy Lin. Lin's uh, Asian guy, great. Killed the Raptors that one time he came. Yes, sir. He had one really great season. People remember him for that. But then afterwards, there's some inconsistencies, being traded, not being on the right teams. That led to him going to play elsewhere, then coming back to the G League. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing now. Jeremy Lin, if you're watching this, I wish you best of luck. No, nothing bad trying to be said, but inconsistencies. Yes. When you have these inconsistencies as people, I don't know what I'm getting. I don't know if I should pay $2 million for you or $20 million, $200 million. Yes. So, I mean, who who's a consistent guy? Gary Trent Jr. You know what you can expect. Three and D and some steals you can do this for me 15 points six rebounds four assists one steal one block i'd rather take you than somebody who's up and down 30 points zero points like that you know what i mean
0: absolutely
1: man as a coach yeah yeah,
0: 100 percent. it's a great example because you might have i've dealt with it i'm sure you have people in your life who are too inconsistent and it's like man i can't
1: do it anymore Mm -hmm. like i need i need to know what i'm getting you know and the people who those people are there you give them your trust like that and they break your heart it's like a vase you can fix a vase it still might be able to hold water but how many times how many pieces can this be broken exactly until you're like listen i just got to go to ikea and get a new vase (laughs) big facts Mm -hmm. i 100 percent agree bro that's life lesson it's character.
0: character character exactly be good people anything just be good people that's that's number one real shit Real shit. I like how you said, like, you could figure the other stuff out, mm-hmm. man. Could, I could help you out can mm-hmm. get advice on this. You'll figure that mm-hmm. out. But that is the key.
1: One person, like people talk about, um, they usually talk about high value these days. It's a term that's thrown yeah, around yeah. a lot. One person with good character, somebody responsible, shows up on time, positive attitude, deals with people well. You know, like volume, like, like uh, length times width times height. Yeah quality of work quantity of work and the attitude in which you do it in you got all three you're going to be somebody who is going to be great thanks for that illustration you have a good attitude you have one good hard skill i know how to sell i have my real estate license um i can do options and trade stocks i can talk to people well you have one good hard skill i can do editing i can direct i can make storyboards one hard skill one soft skill and a great character, I find that person, if they're not going to be high value now, they will be a high value person in the making. Agreed. Because mm-hmm. you can't, cause you can't that, exactly, you can't teach that one thing. Mm-hmm.
0: The other stuff you can, that, yeah. you got to have it. Yeah, and I, I, think, I think we're old enough to know
1: the real from the fake. Yes. Because you can only fake it for so long.
0: Exactly, bro. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The, again, that foundation term. You can't fake a foundation. can't fake a foundation, no. It's either there or it's not. Yes. And that no comes shit. to my, my third point. There we go. I got you. I got you. I'm seeing saw, the future, bro. I'm yeah. seeing the future. So the
1: third point is the idea of the Mastermind Alliance. This is from Think and Grow Rich. The Mastermind yeah. Alliance is that idea of you know collect, connecting all those batteries together, being able to have good people on your team who are all going in the same direction. This is the best way for us to move forward. Um, it's like... If I'm doing one job, I might be able to do one person's job. If two people are working together in accordance with the Mastermind lines, they might be able to complete four people's job if they were all working individually. Right. Three people might be able to do nine people's jobs. So the idea is as we go ahead and are able to come together, we're able to actually exponentiate our productivity and our growth. So having people who are like-minded, like-hearted, want the same thing want everyone to succeed together these are people i want on my team and i actually want to put a plug out if you're watching this and you feel like my values and your values could be the same and you work in some kind of industry please do contact me i'm looking for more people to add to my alliance because you know what any great army always needs to have good capable generals bad generals will lead to defeat Absolutely, bro. And soldiers can become generals. Like I don't want to say there's a whole hierarchy of things, but in in a way, we all work our way up. And it's like if you ever play video games, you have somebody who's level 100 carrying somebody who's level five. It's there's a certain experience share. Absolutely. Because you've come with me instead of you grinding on this level, you, because you're the lowest tier on another level. It's like I could be the best of the Bs, or I could be the worst of the As. But me being on that next level, I'm going to want to be that A+. Plus. Exactly. So it really changes your mindset. So Mastermind Alliance, great way to build. And if you want to learn more on this, they can grow rich because I didn't even read the book for the past like couple of years. But <laughs> I, I, it's all in fear.
0: Very well said, bro. The, yeah, we, bro. We've been on like a Raptor theme tonight, but I feel like mm-hmm. a good Raptor example is yeah. Nick Nurse. Like, he yes, yes. was someone that coached all over the place. He mm-hmm. was an assistant for many years. Mm-hmm finally got that big seat, mm-hmm. and he knew what to do with it. He's been working his way up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that, bro. Like-minded people. Hit Renji if you want to be on the team, bro. But also, look at look, look at look at
1: the Raptors since the new generation after Lowry and DeRozan. Yeah. Pascal, OG, Fred VanVleet. Yep. Uh, I think I'm missing somebody. What, what I, I'm Chris saying? Boucher, kind of. Boucher? Okay, sure. So we'll say these people have been here since the Raptors have lost all of those many years with LeBronto and remember all that yep. stuff. After all of that, they're the new generation. And eventually, like if you look at the Warriors, they're talking about Steph and Draymond and Clay. Yeah. These guys are gonna go ahead and eventually get a little bit older and then they'll be the new generation, like Wiseman, Pool. Yep. Pool, Jordan Poole, all these guys coming together. Like that's gonna be the new generation. Very true. And the truth is, is that people look at intensity or like amplitude and then they look at longevity. It's like, would you, rather be, would you rather be a star that shines really bright for just one second and explodes like a supernova? Or would you rather be a normal star in Orion's belt that shines for a longer time? It's like, and there's no right or wrong, but yes. some people might like one. I think striving for longevity is important. You want to have people you can trust 10, 20, 30 years down the line. I think that's
0: important. 100% agree, bro. I just had this awesome artist. Uh, she actually painted this. Erin Martin. Uh, that's beautiful. Sends you her mu- amazing music. Okay. And, um her. she has a great following, but she's not mm-hmm. like a massive uh, social media. Like, her social media is not massive. It's very right. good, very strong. Mm-hmm. But it's not like viral, viral like some other people are. And I was saying to her, I'm like, yo, uh, a, someone who goes viral off one TikTok, mm-hmm. that's cool. But they don't have the... The catalog mm-hmm. they don't have that consistency you mm-hmm, know that mm-hmm. that viral moment will eventually go and i think that's something i hope kids learn mm-hmm. that yo don't chase the viral moment if it happens awesome mm-hmm. build
1: yeah it's, 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 you
0: know it. what i mean so you have it when the time mm-hmm. comes you already have that work mm-hmm. that you've done you built that consistency so now you could be a star and stick around that's right that's you right. know what i mean
1: You remember, there was that song that it was like now you're just somebody that i used amazing to know. song now that's somebody we used to know. Because this yes. guy, I don't think he's made Gotier. another song since, yeah, that guy.
0: That was that was a huge hit. And great yeah, you're song, right, bro. great
1: music video. What happened? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But shout out to that guy too. Shout out yeah, to yeah. that <laughs> guy, man.
0: And, and you know what? It's one of those things too where it's like those guys probably don't choose it. Mm-hmm. But we got to use it as lessons where it's like we don't need to just go try to look for a huge hit or whatever field you're in. Mm-hmm. Keep building and it'll come
1: naturally. Yeah. I recently got to stay in a place called the Woodfield Nature Retreat. Okay, it's like a 300-acre kind of place for people to connect with nature. Really cold. We went in, and there was a wood stove. I took my dad up there, chill, just relax. He grew up with wood stoves back in China, so it was good for him. And we used to, I used to just put in wood, put in wood. And just every 30 minutes, just keep the fire burning. It doesn't have to be super hot. You don't have to burn down the house. But to keep it going for the whole night, that's how we're going to keep you warm. Because otherwise, it could be really hot for the first three hours. You're going to be freezing for the next three. So kind of that pacing yourself and continuing to have strides, important. Hugely. Number four. Okay. Oh, this is a big one. Research. I know a lot of people who don't actually do the research and the practice. I got a couple friends I play soccer with. I haven't played soccer for like 10 years because I broke my leg. Okay. But for the past year, I've been playing soccer like fairly regularly. (sighs) With this, I have people I look at and I'm like, these guys are so great. If they actually took it seriously and practiced and did their research, instead of, oh, I can do this kick up or I can do this kind of cool trick. They really practiced. I think they could make it professionally. There's a saying, I think, by Oscar Wilde, the youth is wasted on the young. And we're still young, so I'm not trying to waste whatever I got left of this youth. But the idea is, if these people put in their research of what it takes to be there, they can actually do it. I just don't want to see me or any of my friends grow up 10, 20 years down the line and look back and be like, I had a great chance and I ruined it. And I'm going to regret this for the rest of my life. Because pain is temporary. And at the end of pain, there is reward. And you might suffer through pain. It's going to sound morbid, but we're all going to die. So if we're going to have, if, if anything, I want to have a legacy that I can leave behind. And that's how these people are going to remember me. You know, like that's how I, I want to, to leave something good for the people. Positive education. So to come back to the idea of research, some people, they work hard. They're very smart. They grind. But instead of me cutting this piece of bread over and over again, I'm going to go ahead and invent the bread machine, Wonder Bread, the original bread cutter. When we can go ahead and streamline our processes or learn quicker it might take you a year to develop this but by you going ahead and taking this year you've now gone five years ahead from where you were supposed to be so for artists who are broke just starting in their parents place whatever take time to learn experiment don't just go and look for money my mom used to always tell me you need a horse to catch a horse the idea is you want to have something consistent for yourself it could be like a day job it could be something you're doing that you like maybe you have something you want to transition to but you want to maintain this in order to get to this education research being able to actually build i find if people take really if people take time and do deep work you'll be able to get much further ahead than somebody who just learns on the go every time they need it. Right. What are your thoughts on that? I completely agree, man. You know what? It's something
0: that I've been thinking about a lot too, in terms of like versatile vigilante, like where can I improve? I like how you said streamlining. Like mm-hmm. these are things that over time you, mm-hmm. you have to have those conversations with yourself mm-hmm. for that reason. Like how do we get better? Mm-hmm. Can't just be everything blind. Absolutely. Got to keep going and, uh, and
1: improving. I actually find you really great at asking questions and keeping the conversation stimulating. So in terms of the soft skill, I think it's great. You've got some equipment. You've got a studio. We can definitely get you a new camera. After this, I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to show you the, the best things. I got you, bro. But the idea is research is going to help you elevate whatever yes, you're at here. Exactly. Um, next one. Yes, please. Making a plan. What song was it? I think it was Shaheem. There was a, pl- a song called Manchild, And the song, this guy says, you must make a plan because he who fails the plan, plans to fail. And I was like, that's, that's pretty deep. And I think the idea behind this is you want to go ahead and make a plan that's smart. You know, they talk about smart action plans, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time-oriented? Yeah. Make a good plan. Because if someone's like, yo, I'm going to go ahead and get 100,000 subscribers by tomorrow. I love the attitude. I love that you're hungry for it. How realistic is that? Exactly. So people making good plans... Is probably the most important thing and you want to usually start like chess I play chess you can say okay right here this move is checkmate but I'm like three four five moves behind so how do I get from where I am now to this move look at what you want and start to work backwards stick to that plan and also don't be afraid to go ahead and like be flexible with the plan yeah I know I'm supposed to come here in saga I went North York Scarborough Richmond Hill Oakville been here today so for me my plan was always to be here but i didn't know i had to make all these kind of different detours to to run all these errands yep so planning is is definitely something important and um i don't find i find people aren't doing enough of it i agree i like that you brought up the
0: like that example of oh i want a a million subscribers by next week or whatever (laughs) i feel that people do that as a way of like it's almost self-sabotage where it's like they know that deep down they can do it, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna give myself such a ridiculous, such a ridiculous goal mm-hmm. that I know I won't hit. So then I could say I, I, oh, I gave it a shot, but I didn't get to do what I want to do. So fuck it.
1: But how do you think that would make people feel? I don't know. I don't
0: know because I know people that do that, and I don't. I don't really understand. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it because that my brain just never worked that way. But I think what it is 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 like. A fear of, a fear of actually doing well at something. Okay. I don't know. I could be talking shit. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I know exactly what Cause, you cause mean. Because I think it's just like I had a buddy that said this, bro. Like he was like, "Yeah, my goal is 5,000 subscribers by the end of the year," but mm-hmm. he had never put out one video mm-hmm. or anything. Like mm-hmm. he never done anything, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "But why? Like, where does that come from?" Mm-hmm. Like, going back to step one, how is that your why? Like, yeah, yeah. You why? Know what I'm you saying, and I think it's because. It's like, oh, I'm going to shoot like super high, mm-hmm. but not actually even really try to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I could just say I put like half ass effort in. And then
1: I think some people want dreams just so they can say they have dreams. That's what it is, man. And some people want dreams, but they will never pursue them because in their mind, they're already happy with this is my dream. Even if they never achieve it in their lives. I'm not that guy. I'm like, if I have a dream, I must do everything in my power to see it happen, to realize it, to actualize it. Um, But, I mean, those people, you got to still respect them for having the dream. But, you you know, there are some people who are super serious about it. And and you can tell the people who are not really serious about it. Exactly. And I think when they do that, it shows me, like, I don't
0: think you're that serious because Mm -hmm. you're not understanding that. You have to do the work, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: you know, what Res- I respect and love to both kind of people. Yeah. As people. Yes. People, but as people. people who are trying to be dreamers, I'm telling you, it's not the right way. Yes. Jaco had this one line. It says, good thing is, man, we came a long way. The bad thing, man, is we went the wrong way. So, like, you know, being able to actually make a plan and going in that right direction, I think is is important. Bro, you're like my translator. I'm trying to make these points
0: and you fucking clean them up so nicely. I love that, man. Uh, Because sometimes I'm talking, I'm like, I have no idea if I'm making any sense right now. So it's Mm -hmm. nice to know that you at least know what I'm fucking trying to say Mm -hmm. and can put it out there in a different way as well. So much appreciated.
1: That's, that's, you know, because the plan is like this, but we know this is the main point. Exactly. I got got that here. Exactly. Um, Okay, number six. Okay, we're making good. We're doing good. Number six, embracing failure. Woo! Okay. As somebody with big lofty ambitions, fail very often. Big time. At first, failure was bad. Thinking about all the pressure, all everything about leaving, leaving work, leaving all these other things behind, dropping out of school for medicine and trying to do all these things. One small failure could ruin my day. Now, I love failure. Failure is good. I think... Failure is even more critical than success. And I'll tell you why. We have a thing in our minds called loss aversion. And it goes back to, if you believe in cavemen. let's go back to the times of cavemen. We're in a tribe. We got like 10 people. We go ahead and we succeed. We hunt a deer. Everyone's a little bit happy. We have one of our boys. Let's say I get eaten by a lion. You guys are all freaking out because you're like, oh my God, this thing happened with this lion. Now we know in the future, if we see this lion and it comes to hunt us, We have to run. So because of this, we're naturally programmed to focus more on the negative. This isn't that time anymore. Failures now are not fatal. They're not going to really kill you. You might go bankrupt. Things might happen. Relationships, whatever. But things are not going to kill you in that same way. So we have to reprogram our minds for the modern day society and to say, failures are okay. I'm not my failures. I'm also not my successes. This is what I do, but this is who I am. So I guess what I'm trying to say is by embracing failure, we're able to go further. We're able to actually self-reflect and discover what we need to succeed. And we also are able to take a mustard seed of of learning from this, plant that new seed, and have that grow into new fruit in the next season.
0: 100% agree with you, yeah, bro. Thank you, bro. What, bro.
1: Talk to me about some of your failures.
0: Man, you know what? I've, again, over the past few years growing growing on this a lot i've realized that the failures that we're talking about Mm -hmm. we can say that they're failures Mm -hmm. what i've started to like to call them is experience man Mm -hmm. now i've done it i'm someone i've always been this way even as a kid i don't know why the first time i do anything it's Mm -hmm. usually very messy Mm -hmm. like whatever the fucking topic is Mm -hmm. it's probably not going to be very good every time Mm -hmm. but i always have also understood that I learned something here and mm-hmm. the second time is going to be much better mm-hmm. and continue. If I like to do it, I'll continue to do it and get better yeah. at it. So I like to use the failure, um, as experience. now, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, yeah, that was, that was maybe not great. Mm-hmm. But now I know what to expect a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that we forget sometimes like, yo, it's your first time doing it mm-hmm. or you're new to it. How are you going to put such strict pressure on yourself? It's a new endeavor. Absolutely. You're new to it. You got to understand that you're going to scrape your knees, man. Mm-hmm. And I tell that to um, kids that I work with in my nine to five that are new to the job. I've done the job a little bit. I'm like, yo, don't beat yourself up mm-hmm. if it's not going well, because now you're learning. Just keep your eyes open and understand mm-hmm. what you're doing. Why mm-hmm. maybe you made that mistake, right, that right. failure. Mm-hmm. It's valuable, man. Absolutely. You, it's, and it, I think, gives you thicker skin. Because now I'm sure you could do on, on your film sets like an issue that you probably had when you were starting out. If you have that same issue now, you probably mm-hmm. dealt with it so many times that you yeah. don't even worry about it. But at the time, it was new. It was very stressful. Right, you know? right.
1: Failure is, man, it's the best teacher in the world. Two things that come up to mind. Number one is uh, a pro-era song. It says, before you fly, you got to run. Before you run, you got to walk. Before you walk, you got to crawl. Before you crawl, you got to be born. Yep. So there is a progression to success. The other thing that comes up to mind is the idea of what you said about levels of difficulty and who you are. So to come back to that idea, it's like with martial arts, let's say you go ahead and train. You start to train, you might be able to deal with a level three threat. You are level three, this is a level three threat. So you're that level of anxious. When you get to level six, a level three threat is easy. So the higher, more failures you have, and the best way to learn martial arts is failure, practicing, trying again. The more you're able to fail, the higher your level is. These things don't even bother you. Exactly. And I look back at my friends, and I see some of my friends deal with the same kind of issues. And I'm like, yo, like I see where you are now. Just know that this is not forever. People also look at me and say, listen, I know where you are. Where you are is not here forever. So I think, I think... As long as we have tomorrow, failure is not fatal. And if there is no tomorrow, then failure is fatal. At least I tried to get rich or die Real
0: shit, man. Till the wheels fall off, Till the man. wheels fall off, yeah. 100% agree. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, th- this shit can get messy out here, man. I've mm-hmm. shared this quote on this podcast before. I'm going to share it with you. Okay. Uh, a very smart man. I, I did a course on mediation. Mm -hmm. um and maybe that's why you're such a good communicator that was one of the reasons i'm like this can't hurt Mm -hmm. let me try this like i I, it can't hurt and he was a super cool guy and he said this line that always stuck with me because it's very relatable for me don't let uh perfect get in the way of good enough wow and i that hit me man because i remember as a kid like In school, I don't know if this was how it was for you, but I I feel like it was promoted, like try to get the best mark you can possibly get, like as close to perfect as Mm -hmm. you could possibly get. And even as a kid, I just never agreed with that. Like Mm -hmm. perfect, what does that even mean? So to hear this guy who's built a really good career for himself and Mm -hmm. great character guy, he's saying, don't let perfect get in the way of good enough. I I love that because to me, it showed steps. Mm -hmm. You did this excellent now there's something else you can go do mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying as opposed to chasing that
1: perfection mm-hmm. might never get perfect then exactly. what are you going to do and and chasing perfection is hard too because when you don't get perfect you feel like i'm not perfect. exactly and that's a, that's the a thing and for exactly. me growing up as a kid my parents were always like study hard get good grades be a doctor i had an older friend this friend he could play piano at a level 10 grade he had great grades He was older than me. He was a different person. My parents used to always be like, okay, you got an 80, but this guy got a hundred. Why can't you get a hundred? And it would break my self esteem and confidence down. And I know it to the point where I can call myself out on it. The thing is, I look back at those times. I realize I was wrong because while this was happening, I look at this person now because we're still friends. And now this person is in a different place where they're having other issues where I was focusing on having fun and growing like that, this person is having issues with maybe social lives or relationships, yeah. and the thing is, I think it's better to be well-rounded than just to be perfect in this one sense. There are some people who are savants, there are some people who are amazing at one thing, and that's great, and you can get a lot of fame and recognition be great at one thing, but I think to be a well-rounded person is, you're like a rock that never falls through the cracks hundred
0: percent, but my yeah. my whole shit is based on that versatility. Versatility, it's a huge thing, man. Yeah. For that same reason, and again, even as a kid, I kind of knew that. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, if I can work with different types of people, have different, like, I loved in in the lunchroom that I could go and chill with like the smokers, yeah. but I could also chill with like the athletes, but yeah. I could also chill with like the That's the, the geeky yeah, kids, yeah, yeah. like the chill the girls, mm-hmm. like as opposed to just always being in one crew. Like, I was never attractive to me, mm-hmm. you know and uh i think now we're learning that i think as kids we would have gotten along in that way. i think so too bro no uh my dad used to say that too like know a little bit about a lot of shit. that's right you know yeah yeah and i I know
1: enough to know i don't know enough exactly and that's why when i have like people and those people who are subject matter experts experts are the best yes you go to them you're like tell me what everything exactly. like i'm gonna come and hook you up with the camera i'm gonna show you everything you need yes so i'm gonna like, lean yeah. on you for this because you yeah. know much more about it yes but we know enough to mm-hmm. go to them Hmm. Mm-hmm. and being able to find these people and have good relations with them good relations back to the mastermind alliance okay next one huge calculated risks mm. oh good boy one. okay so to come back to embracing failure and taking calculated risk i'll tell you this one in 2019 I was dating uh, a girl who was very close to me. Okay. I was thinking about the idea of even marrying her. So check this out. I actually had $10,000 saved aside to buy a ring for her. We didn't end up being together. And that money, I embraced that failure. And I took that money and I made this film Lightfest 2. So by going ahead and embracing that failure, I took a calculated risk by making this film with my team. And as a result, we have this premiering in theaters. So to me, I think that's like how we can work this alchemy. Transmute a bad situation. Transmute a negative into a positive. Get the picture?
0: Absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. And risk is, is a great term too, because you do always have to put yourself at a risk. Like mm-hmm. You never know. You can be... a um, you can be an expert at the subject, but you still mm-hmm. can't for sure say mm-hmm. it's going to work out perfectly. Absolutely. Impossible. So you're always putting yourself at risk. So I love that, uh, uh, understanding of I'm still at risk here, but let's be smart about it. Mm-hmm. Let's understand mm-hmm. what, what are the potentials here? What are we giving up mm-hmm. potentially? Mm-hmm. Um, that's how, again, we go back to consistency and longevity, calculated risk. And without that, you can't stick around but calculated risk is up. like the best adventure
1: too because exactly. check this out you take a risk when you cross and you jaywalk you yep. could you you take a risk when you're crossing at the sidewalk when the, the light is green like all these are real risks yes. we are taking calculated risk when you go ahead and you jump off the cliff into the water that's a calculated risk even when you love it's a calculated risk you're saying listen i i i love you enough to trust you to catch me when i fall it's a very beautiful thing yeah Cal- like, there is a lot of because without risk you can't have reward if i have take no risks at all I'm probably taking the biggest risk wow
0: okay very true okay very true you you gotta go out you
1: gotta go out and, and put yourself out there and whatever you're doing and I, I don't mind going out on my shield like if i go and i have a whatever the case is and i i take calculated risks and i fail i'll just go ahead and embrace the failure get better and then take another calculated risk it's a it's a positive feedback loop it's a cycle i love that you you can go back in
0: the you can go back in the tips yeah i love that thanks it's it's, it's all the same you know it's all that energy exactly this and you know what for anyone watching too like these 10 things it doesn't have to be in order you Mm -hmm. you might not need all 10 at every situation Mm -hmm. you know but most situations you break it down to its most simple it could Mm -hmm. come back to a lot of these points so i love that
1: if people can take one thing from this and say this is one thing i'm actually massive with learning that's good with me massive um if you're watching this please comment below which of these stand out to you and why Vinny would love to hear about it and i would just love to see if we've been able to make an impact and if this resonates with you or we're just here in our echo chamber and we're all just (laughs) crazy you know okay number eight this one is from Bruce Lee. I got the same birthday as Bruce Lee. Dope. Bruce Lee says, empty your cup, be formless, shapeless like water. Water can flow and it can crash. Be water, my friend. So the idea of empty your cup is if I have this cup, this cup is filled to the top. The cup loses its usefulness because the usefulness in the cup is to hold and to be filled so if I can empty my cup, let go of my ego, let go of the things I think I know, I am then able to fill my cup with whatever new things can be poured in. So if I come to you with my cup full and I just dump it all out, I'm not getting anything in return. Exactly. So my cup is like half, half full, half empty. This way I can pour some out, I can take some back in and we could go ahead and uh, just, you know, share. Yeah, man, you're
0: eliminating limitations
1: on yourself. Yeah, no limit is the limit. No limit, limit. exactly. No ceiling, no limit. Yeah, no cap. All right, cool. Um, I think this one is really important too because it comes back to ego. A lot of people think they know everything. Like you might have your parents being like, oh, yes, this is the way. But the thing is, your parents may have raised you for a life that you're not ready for. Yeah. So it's like your parents raised you to grow up in the 1980s. This is 2020. We're going to have to go ahead and our parents are going to fill our cup. We're going to go to school. We have to empty our cup, see what else is going to come into our lives because yep. that's how we build ourselves for the present and the future. hundred percent. We always have to live our own life. Mm-hmm. See, if, see it for ourselves. Beautiful, yeah. Real shit. Okay, number nine. Oh, number nine. This is a good one. So let's check this out. I wrote, you have to be a smart leader and a loyal follower. In terms of being a leader, you have to be somebody who is willing to take ultimate accountability. When I go and I've th- I th- I read a book called the art of war it's, and it's kind of like Sensei. the war of art. Yeah. Fine. So it's like, if you know yourself and your enemy, you can go into a hundred battles without having to worry about anything. If you know yourself, but not know your enemy, you're going to win one and lose one. You don't know yourself. You don't know your enemy. You are going to fail in every battle. So this comes back to the idea of number two with character. You know, your character, you've won half the battle. Everything else is about the stimulus and how we respond. 90% is based on response and that's based on us. To come back and be a smart leader, you want to be somebody who people can devote themselves to. You should be the person who is the hardest working, somebody that can be admired, somebody who can lead and take ultimate accountability. I go into this film set, no matter what happens, I'm not blaming you. It's all on me. No. Taking ultimate accountability is is a beautiful thing, actually, instead of a big responsibility. You want to be somebody who is willing to go first into the fire like like napoleon this guy short dude this guy was like five foot maybe kind of chunky but based on the way he carried himself his character he could ride into battle and with napoleon they said even if we have like 500 soldiers it feels like we have fifty thousand. so when people feel like that we're we're a tip of a spear and there's nothing we can't penetrate um you also want to be a loyal follower and what i mean by that is going back to emptying my cup I could go and be like, yo, I'm a director, I got this media company, I'm good, right today, like la da da, like everything's cool. But at the same time, I could just go ahead and say, you know what, maybe I don't know everything. I'm gonna come here, I'm gonna be humble, you give me directions, and I will listen. If I have something to say, I might say it, but if you think I'm wrong, I will follow your way. When pirates go for the bo- bu- when pirates go for the booty, if they don't go ahead and work together, it's a mutiny. The f- then there's a lot of scrutiny yeah. and then the who knows where the ship is going to go so we want to always focus on working as a team in the same direction you want to be somebody who is capable of inspiring but also somebody who you can be dependent on for a role very true yeah very true have has, what, like what are your thoughts on that like have you ever had a situation where maybe you had somebody who you that was leading you that didn't inspire you a hundred percent tell me about
0: it a i've definitely seen it's not so much about me but i'll just observe their characteristics and i like how you said to be a true leader you got to be the one that's ready to take the hit Mm -hmm. it's on me Mm -hmm. because i'm 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 number one here Mm -hmm. i'm taking the hit Mm -hmm. and i see that in in certain people especially in the corporate world where they might might have a a title okay where you can say you're a leader but your actions don't reflect that and right. the most common one is that where it's like something bad happens who am I blaming mm-hmm. and to me that's the opposite of what even if it wasn't your fault
2: mm-hmm.
0: I got to deal with the deal with the shit I'm the one So that's a big one that I've seen, bro, where a leader and title is not the same thing. A leader, you can be a, you can be low on the totem pole and Mm -hmm. be a leader. That's right. And you can be a CEO and not be a leader, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's uh, it's about how you carry yourself. It's about, uh, I brought up that, um, uh, a CEO that I've, I've met personally that Mm -hmm. I know I really respect him because Mm -hmm. he's always very even keeled Mm -hmm. and willing to take the hits Mm -hmm. and another thing not um looking for glory Mm -hmm. not self-promoting not Mm -hmm. looking for like if this project does well
1: i put it together no you guys get the credit Mm -hmm. i deal with the shit Mm -hmm. that's the ultimate leader it's beautiful and it's it's not an easy role not everyone wants to do it trust me no and
0: not everyone's built for it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh you can be a great soldier and not be a great general and vice versa I I think to be a great general,
1: you have to know how to be a good soldier. Exactly. 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 To come back to this point here, the, the other thing I wanted to bounce off you was... You said this one piece about when we win, you guys get the credit. When we lose, I will take accountability. When we go ahead and blame the people that are working with us what kind of message does that send as a leader
0: terrible isolates yeah. isolates them not understanding why they're mm-hmm. here
1: and i'm not saying we can't hold people accountable but in the end if they made a mistake and they mess up it's partially your fault as the leader yes because there, there has to be this chain of command and that's why a leader gets to be a leader because they take that responsibility and i think there's something beautiful about that it
0: is beautiful a question for you who's yeah, yeah. a leader that you look up to What's an example? Even that if you've never met them, like you see them on, on TV or something. Are there any leaders you look up to? Really good great question. Um Dead or Alive? Either. So many good historical mm-hmm. leaders.
1: Um Alexander the Great. great like okay, yes, great, these people they, they they killed a lot of people. But in terms of leadership, Alexander the Great, Genghis Khan, um, George Washington, leaders from today who I think are really trying to make a change. Jeez, um, it's hard to say people today, but I I, I really respect people who I listen to. Mm-hmm. I find people like I, I listen to a lot of other podcasts like and I don't think it's just about leadership. I think it's just people who are providing these platforms. I like listening to podcasts from like Lex Friedman. I've listened to recently uh, put on by a friend of mine. Uh, jordan peterson joe rogan i used to listen to some of those other podcasts about like relationships and stuff like that i think people who can actually give facts have credibility feelings are important but i i try to live a life that's pragmatic that's based around realism and facts and that's that's the kind of stuff that i like to listen to what about you? Who do you think is great, dude? Because honestly, my mind right now, I don't even know where we're at.
0: Yo, honestly, same. There's one that I've always thought was really interesting. Do uh, you know Dame Dash?
1: Dame Dash, yeah.
0: Love Dame Dash. Okay. And he's someone where I think he's uh, such a interesting guy. And I'll use the relentless term for him, too. Like, mm-hmm. relentlessly, like himself relentlessly driven Mm -hmm. i think he's a great leader and at the same time i don't agree with all the things he does of course and i think that's super interesting where Mm -hmm. we have to understand no one is perfect Mm -hmm. even a great leader is flawed Mm -hmm. and Mm we've got to understand that too so he's someone where it's like I consider myself a loyal Dame Dash follower, but I don't take everything he says as Bond. 100%. But there's things that he does that I really like. And one of the things that I've always liked about him is he's very much rides for the team he has around him mm-hmm. you know um there's other things that he's done where are sure you don't don't agree but mm-hmm. he uh there's old footage of back in the day like with the jay-z team mm-hmm. and all that he was talking about like the guys he had under him and he's like I, if they never sell one record for me i don't care because i love them as people mm-hmm. you know and uh i respect that i believed it mm-hmm. you know and i feel like that's that's kind of what i would want to be where it's like if, if you're really riding with me I'm here for you man like i'm su- i'll do what i can for you
1: it takes a person of extraordinary strength and courage to be a person like that yeah it's not easy to r- walk a righteous path the path of the warrior is not one of glamour sometimes it takes more strength than wielding thor's hammer
0: i'm gonna stop right here that's a bar okay bar. that's a bar right. it's true man because you know what cool. with the thing about the yeah. leaders i love leader conversation mm-hmm. like It's it's interesting to me. The thing with the leader is you got to understand that a lot of time you're the first over the hill, Mm -hmm. which means those arrows are coming (laughs) to you, bro. Yes, yes,
1: yes. Vimmy Ridge. Yes.
0: Yes, You know, and Mm -hmm. it's honestly not negotiable. Like if a lot of times, if you're really what you say you are as Mm -hmm. a leader, you're getting beat up. That's right. And you gotta be, you gotta do it with a smile. Yeah. You gotta take those hits with a smile. That's why man. we go
1: back to embracing failure and embracing having good character failure. and yeah, having man. that why when you fail. Stack. Exactly. All this is good, man. I actually made this Very last good, night. Bro. I was like, let me put this together. I yeah. take a photo of this before you go? i yeah, yeah. keep this. I to write it I down for myself. Right after, I got a secret five after this. But Fire. last one give back. Go ahead, go ahead. So the Love idea that. of giving back is now that I'm, I've made it somewhere, so like Renergy Media House, the whole idea is to give back to the people around me. I can't take all the jobs. I'm not going to be selfish and just say no to all these people. I want to create connections. I want to build a community where people can actually thrive together. Let's say I pass away. These people can go ahead and carry on the business. They can carry on the legacy. They could be even better. And it's like when you when you look at a dandelion. A dandelion is no which which is which is the one with the fluff on it? You know the white fluff? Is that dandelion too? Uh yeah. Yeah, dandelion. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the ones I know like this exactly of, what you're go, talking about. Right Yes. Now. So let's say I'm the dandelion. I could go ahead. Somebody, some little kid could pick me off the street. I could go ahead and they blow the dandelion. They play with it in the wind. All the seeds scatter. Now, all of those seeds are able to grow up to become more dandelions. Of course, people don't like dandelions because they think about them as weeds. But um, <laughs> the idea is still the same is that yeah. we want to be able to give back to the people who have given to us. Because I'm sure in some part of your life, like that CEO you mentioned, the mediator these are people who have given to you so each one teach one now you can go ahead and give it to somebody else yes. and for me to come here besides self promotion and like being able to chat with you i would love to give back to these people completely so whatever agree. i can do to give back like i'm really big on charity cuz especially cuz i grew up in fairly poverty yeah, so man. like i know what it's like to not have much i know what it's like to not have good influences around you to have bad attitudes to have the bad i to have a a corrosive mindset if i can help build somebody around that and give back to people i think it's probably the gift that really keeps on giving it's a free dividend i'm going to give to you you can keep it forever and it's going to continue to yield abundant crops
0: that's a beautiful thing especially if you could positively influence Mm -hmm. like a young mind Mm -hmm. because there's so much info out there now there's so much shit on tiktok instagram Mm -hmm. i could only imagine what it would be to be like 13 nowadays where it's like mm-hmm. what like i'm seeing so much like yeah. am i supposed to be someone that's trying to fuck all these girls is that a good thing to be mm-hmm. is drugs good because i'm mm-hmm. seeing all my favorite artists promoting this like yeah. it's i bet so complicated mm-hmm. so if you know if we could give some guidance some positive influence on their lives mm-hmm. i think that's an amazing thing to do man yeah, yeah. you can never force anyone to do anything but You can maybe try to make a difference, even just to try. I think it says a lot, uh, because you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to give back. You don't. It's something purely like selfless.
1: It's it's an intention that we have, and I I think to come back to that piece, there there's a saying. It's like (sighs) strong people create easy times, and easy times create soft or weak people. And then weak people create hard times. Hard times create tough people. Because of this, I think what I'm most concerned about, I'm not saying anything about our generation, but what I'm concerned about is in the past 25 years, I've seen convenience get more and more convenient exponentially. Before, get food, call, go ahead and get the pizza delivered. Now it's even easier than that. One thing on the phone. Um, Also, women and men, dating. You used to have to go out, court somebody. We had like those traditional values. Nowadays, it's so much easier. You can go ahead and hide. There's catfish. There's so many different things going on. I still choose to do things the hard way. I don't want. I still don't use the GPS. That's why I'm, I was like 15 good minutes for you, late. I'm not bad. I'm, so, no, good but for you. I go ahead and I look no, at it. I say, okay, how do I get here? Left, right, up, down, two meters, three meters. I could get lost, but at least I know like Frank Sinatra, I did it my way. Yep. Um, I would like to encourage the people to do things the harder way, not because they have to be done this way, but to build the iron fortitude that will ultimately build your character.
0: Love that man. That's an excellent yeah, that's a example way. of the GPS too, because yeah. it's like, yeah, it's GPS. I like, go get me faster, save more time. You don't remember how you got there though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, if you have to go to, back to the same place another time, mm-hmm. you probably will need the GPS again because you weren't really paying attention. But if you're trying to do it um like how you're doing it, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, next time you come here, you'll know where to go. Now, now it's it's ready up here, right? Yeah, around the and corner. Same, yeah. I like the the dating example. Mm-hmm terrifying to go up to a girl at a bar well for a lot for for a lot lot of people people. yeah
1: but that's the only thing i do i'm not a tinder hinge guy like no you will not find me i i feel like the the best way in my opinion the best way to live is to live a life of seclusion and peace the people who are wisest can live a life of seclusion and peace they don't have to be outside they don't have to have everyone on all the attention it sometimes gets like we love people but it gets a lot sometimes when i go i have to be on yeah and i have to present i have to perform and you know a lot of a lot of people execution is really what's what's worshipped execution is going back to character that's really what gets you done you want to be kawaii you want to get kawaii money rather than g league money exactly. you need to execute and sometimes i would just rather be at home look at the squirrels in the backyard just chill Take care of my family the people closest to me i think there's some beauty in that but if i have to go out and going back to the idea of dating too i don't want a woman who is going to come when i come home there's no peace i'm outside fighting a war with these people all day i want to come home for peace i want food i want a hug i want peace i want to listen to you i come in the door you need to give me like 20 minutes of quiet let me just decompress and just chill figure myself out and then i can give myself to you in terms of giving giving back is not only just to the other artists but also to just people around you know what i'm saying
0: absolutely bro Mm -hmm. it's uh uh, oh man super i was a rant i think that was a little bit rant. i completely agree though like even yeah going home like bro the people we go home to we should be very uh we should know what we want we should Mm -hmm. know Like it it shouldn't be a transaction Mm -hmm. like tinder like hinge i'm not on it either i'm Mm -hmm. not a fan of it either because i just feel like it's the opposite of Mm -hmm. love like as cheesy as that might sound like Mm -hmm. bro that's so transactional Mm -hmm. like here list all the good things about you Mm -hmm. and i'll decide if i if i like you i'm like that's fucking weird Mm -hmm. man like life's not like that Mm -hmm. life's like life can be messy man like the person you eventually marry you might have met them by by accident spilling a drink on them or something mm-hmm. you know that's not perfect okay no, okay so, <laughs> so, you, so never know, uh, you never know you know what i'm to, saying To come
1: back to this idea let's say you go ahead and you you um you know thanksgiving was just around the corner you go ahead and you go out you spend a day in the woods you go hunt a turkey shoot the turkey pluck the turkey. Take the turkey home clean the turkey based cook eat you're gonna enjoy that turkey a lot more than me just going to costco getting the turkey butterball and making man. it like that and i think there's that is missing because instant gratification comes by so quickly they had a marshmallow test with kids they're like okay here's one marshmallow i'm gonna go out and if you can wait I'll actually give you a second marshmallow. The kids who ate the first marshmallow and then the second marshmallow, they had a test 10, 20 years down the line. They found out the people who could be patient and wait and got the two marshmallows, those people actually tend to, to have higher income, uh, I guess better status in society, but also have just better sense of self-satisfaction and well-being. So I find that delaying instant gratification is important. I learned this about Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, when he was heavyweight champion, he did not have sex for five years. Yo. And then eventually at a certain point things like he fell off i think when customado died and he kind of fell off that training and discipline and that's what really caused him to kind of lose that iron will and then that's when buster douglas knocked him out took the championship and all that other crazy stuff happened
0: He's, he's an awesome resource
1: to listen to. I like my he's so much oh, experience. Leader. Muhammad Ali I think is oh, a yeah, great, leader. great leader. Great leader. Um I think Muhammad Ali is a great leader. I even like Habib Nurmagomedov. I'm gonna go Love listen him. to him speak. Love what him. I like about him is this guy went he went to, and retired. First of all, he was always giving he was always thanking God first, his parents, his coaches, his family. Now that he's retired, he took his neighbor, his best friend, Islam Mahashev, and he's now the UFC lightweight champion so now instead of him just relaxing and taking all this time off and insta gratification he's in the gym he's training with these people he's making the people around him better that goes back to like half of this stuff on the list so i respect people like that
0: i do too i love that guy and him jumping off the cage was so fucking that was crazy yeah yeah
1: i love that moment but
0: yo that's an excellent list man okay i
1: got five more and these were ones i came up with like just now these ones are renji like renji exclusive i'm gonna come i'm gonna give you these okay okay Number one, five seconds of courage. I think I heard this somewhere. I don't think I came up with it, but five seconds of courage. It's like martial arts. You never know when someone's going to jump you. That's the whole idea of being jumped. You want to be have situational awareness, but you always want to be yellow light, green light, red light. Yellow light is usually where you want to be because you never know. You want to be aware. You want to yeah. see what's going on at all times, like when you're driving. Five seconds of courage means when I need it, I can count on it. So you train. For example, you might train martial arts in case that happens your martial arts training bam it's right there in case there's a situation of something you need for you to be able to draw on five seconds of courage that's sometimes all you need for example you see uh, a cute girl across from the bar you want to go talk to her you got that heart flutter you're like do i go do i not Your you know um hands are arms are sweaty palms anyways you go ahead and you can summon five seconds that's sometimes all you need to get started and when the ball is rolling i find when i get engaged in that flow I can't stop. So that first five seconds, if you can train yourself to have that five seconds available at any time, I find that is one of the greatest superpowers you can have.
0: Very good, man. Yeah. That's a great you heard of that up. one? No, I, i lo- I love the, get the ball rolling. I mm-hmm. use that, but the five seconds is so, uh, so um, it makes it mo- so much more simple.
1: If I tell you, listen, you got to go ahead, talk to this girl, be charming for two hours, go home, Text her and escalate and get another date. Married. Like if I tell you, got to do all this stuff. It's too much. It's a it's a mountain, but yeah. it's just one step at a time. So if you can do, if you can generate five seconds, it might be enough. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. Way and to look I think at five it seconds on. because sometimes you feel it. And you need that extra time to charge it and then you go it could be one second it could be five ten Absolutely. whatever whatever
0: works for you guys at home that's, that's uh you saying. you talk yeah. about you do a lot of presentations for your work i do too that i've definitely learned uh, about presentations like mm-hmm. the first little bit is probably the most nerve-wracking and then you get going and you're mm-hmm. flying mm-hmm. so that's a great that's a great tip yeah yeah you just, just try
1: it out and see if, if it works because um I tell people in my circle this. I don't know how many of them give presentations or how many are on the same level as you, but you let me know if this works. Yeah, that's excellent,
0: man. The five seconds is a great way to look at it. Five seconds of
1: courage. Next one, break rules. As creative people, it's hard to have a metric and accountabilities for creative people. Yes. What is a good movie? It's it's sometimes subjective. It could be great acting, lighting, composition, uh, story, music, whatever the case is. Artists are there to explore the unknown and that's why we don't know what the rules are that's why we have to go ahead and break rules because when we go outside into that ether we can understand bring that back to us then we can make rules around it i'm sure there was a time i don't know honestly but i'm sure there was a time where there was no three-point line There was yeah there was? Yeah. Okay. So no, no, no three-point line. And then they, they said, okay, I'm going to shoot from back here. They're like, no, oh, you're cheating, whatever. And they're like, you should get more points. Three-point line was created. Maybe now, you know, these guys are pulling up from the logo. Maybe in the future, there could be a four-point line. I'm not saying this for goodness or for badness. I'm just saying. It's possible. It, I grew up with a three-point line. Maybe my grandfather didn't have the two-point line. Maybe our kids will have a four-point line. And I'm saying we we, we shouldn't be so rigid we should allow it to happen it's going to change the game yeah but there could be that and we go ahead and break these rules so we can change the game that's the whole idea we break the rules so we can change the game 100 percent. damn that's, that's good 100 uh 13 work like hell the idea of working like hell listen you and i were fair, still fairly young you see a guy at 18 trying to become a filmmaker you can say this guy's got promise and talent same guy at 28 hasn't really gone anywhere He's just building himself. He's developing. Now the water's boiling. We can go ahead and make tea. Same guy at 38. Mm, Oh boy. Same guy at 48. Of course, it's never too late to try. I don't. I don't endorse ages and whatever. But the earlier you can get started, the more you can compound. Absolutely. Same with retirement savings. Like you start investing early, hundred dollars, small minimum steps. You're going to be able to be a millionaire by 65. If you start even 10 years later, you're going to need to put twice as much. Yeah. Start early. Work like hell. If you're at home, you should be chilling at a minimum if you really want your dreams to come true. If you just want a dream, a dream let it be a dream. Chill, do whatever you want. If you really want it, you're going to have to work like hell to make it happen. Yeah. And I'm sure you do too because you balance, just like me, full-time and also creative stuff. So, close-ended question, do you think you work like hell? Yeah, I do
0: think so, How do you manage
1: it? Because you asked me in the beginning, I'm going to ask you back
0: the way I manage it is I'll go back to step one and the why this is not I am not doing this to get paid I'm not doing this because uh, I need to like I don't have a boss mm-hmm. in this game mm-hmm. in my other game I absolutely do I'm doing this because I it's a dream mm-hmm. and I understand that to make it a reality mm-hmm. gotta work at it mm-hmm. um so that's essentially why, bro. I want to see how fucking far I can take this. Yep. That's number one, and uh, I completely agree, bro. It's, it has to be done by action. It right. Has to be, but done by keep going. And uh, you know what? This week, bro, I had an extremely busy work, like nine to five week, okay. and a very busy vigilante week. Mm-hmm. Very busy. Okay. Tired. Yeah. But a great. It's a great feeling, man. Mm-hmm. It's a great feeling to feel tired when you're working hard. Mm-hmm because I've I said this on a previous interview too. If you're sitting around doing nothing, you're going to feel tired as well, but it's not a satisfying tired. Wow. It's a yeah. it's a bad tired. That's deep, that's deep. When you're you get working, anxiety. it's exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're tired, you're not feeling good. When you're working your ass off, mm-hmm. you're going to still feel tired. Mm-hmm. But it's a different type of tired. It's like uh You're in that like NBA finals, bro. Your body feels like shit. Mm -hmm. You've been beat
1: up, Mm -hmm. but you're in the fucking NBA finals. Mm -hmm. Like, let's get it. Let's get it. There's there's two types of stress. I actually studied this back in the the medical days, but two types of stress. One type is called eustress. E-U-stress. That stress is the good stress. It's stress when you're doing stuff that you love, when you're closer to exactly where you want to be in your life. Then there's distress. Distress is the kind of stress that, you know, causes the, um, oh my God cortisol levels to go up yeah. it, it uh, decreases serotonin increases cortisol what yeah. happens here this is the bad stress this yeah. is the stress where you get cravings for food you want to do other things maybe intoxicants whatever the case is that's mm-hmm. not good stress so people should differentiate between good stress and bad stress absolutely that that's one that's a, that, one for you I, I, that, that's last episode
0: yeah. i just kind of touched on that okay check out the last uh clip i posted
1: is it the, the working one yeah yeah the, yeah. the 14 minute one Yes. I was watching that. It kind of touches on these a bit. Check on that Uh, 14-minute one, the one right before this. We appreciate you. Please, gang, gang. like, subscribe, comment. Love you guys. Pay okay. promo. No, no, on am I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm cool. I'm cool. I don't need it, bro. Just being here is a pleasure. Fine. Okay. 14, the power of the subconscious. This one is deep. I'm getting... this. These last two get into is, ethereal stuff that's a little bit more esoteric. Esoteric is like all that crazy stuff that we... I like studying this because... Because what is life? What is real? What is fake? What is What works? What doesn't? People talk about the subconscious mind as something that is going all the time. The subconscious mind is where we go ahead and collect all of our information. And because we have thought fatigue, we just go ahead and filter things with our conscious and subconscious mind. Right. So the power of the subconscious works like this. I, I, I'll even give a tip. Some of my best work has happened the latest at night or... The earliest in the morning when i first wake up it has to do with theta brain waves so people got to study this but i'm not the i'm not the best on this i didn't go to neurology so the idea here is i wake up for the first 15 minutes before i go and use the washroom that 15 minutes my mind is spinning at a, a certain amount of you could say rpm a second there's a certain amplitude And your mind is at a faster frequency, a higher frequency in the first part of when you wake up. When I wake up, I have ideas. I got to write them all down before I pee. So I might Get a bladder infection, but I will for sure get some gladder direction. <laughs> that was horrible. Oh, my God. But fire. but the idea is is the power of the subconscious are a realer thing. And for us to be able to channel that as artists or as people is going to be really important. Sometimes you might have a situation you feel, like, confused, conflicted about. You sleep. You think about it before you go to bed. You sleep on it. It might come to you in a dream. It might come to you when you wake up. might look at it differently when you do wake up and you don't know about it so being able to access your brain and the different things around it is probably um where the power of the subconscious comes from and i do invite people to study about this because our brain is so powerful you know
0: a hundred percent bro yeah i love that yeah i'm excited to hear 15 now okay last one
1: last one the soul of the universe so this goes back to the book, The Alchemist, and it goes back to the idea of if all things are one and connected and we all come from an origin that is the soul of the universe, then everything is truly everything. If we can connect with the soul of the universe, it does not matter what language we speak, who we are, what we believe in, but it's a way for us to connect with the world, the universe and everything in it. When we get lost in the sauce of, of you know society and modern day living, sometimes we might not feel the soul of the universe but the way to get connected with the soul of the universe is through your own heart and soul so all this esoteric stuff i don't know people believe in this but i subscribe to certain uh groups or committees or channels or people that they really focus on this and i just believe that listening to these kind of things like this is some esoteric information that people might not have gotten 200 years ago as farmers but now that everything is accessible worldwide People have left things behind, like The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale or Think and Grow Rich, all these kind of self-help books. People might think of them as, like, just fluff, but there's really something to them if you apply them. What is your thought on self-help books?
0: Um, I've never, I don't think I've ever read a self-help book, mm-hmm. but I definitely watch interviews and okay. stuff like that that's yeah, yeah. kind of about self-help. Yeah, yeah and i'm i'm someone that bro i'll try i'll i'll, I'll listen bro i'll give anyone a shot mm-hmm. if it makes sense to me excellent okay you're getting a book for christmas i'm down and and the and the play oh fire yeah, yeah, bless, bless. Uh, i'm down man i i, I think that w- who couldn't use a little help yeah you know yeah especially if it if like i see it's coming from an honest place
2: mm-hmm.
1: always you gotta stay open-minded absolutely water be like water Be like water oh, man Appreciate you, bro. 100%, bro. Yo, um, the one thing I want to say about the the last point the soul in the universe is recently people have been talking about the law of attraction and the secret. I think that um, whatever religion or belief you have, if you really believe that we are all one family under the moon and sun, then it's a really great place to go because we don't want any more division. It's 2022... The world is divisive enough about gender age race politics we need to come together yeah that's what we need more than anything because like i remember we had i had an interesting conversation about racism and classism people were like oh it's racism that's the issue but for me growing up i think classism is the issue of being able to you know grow up in a poor neighborhood and then grow up in a more affluent neighborhood to see both i realized All the people are the same. It might be different circumstances, but we are all so similar. If we can focus on our similarities rather than our differences, we can actually get along in harmony. And if we could do that, we could probably stop like half the crazy shit happening around the world, you know? A hundred percent
0: agree, man. Yeah. It's very simple. It's outside shit that makes things way more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah. But I completely agree with you, bro. We all pretty much look the same.
1: Kind of. Yeah.
0: most people look somewhat alike. Yeah, 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 isn't that weird? Yeah. And you could be worth a billion dollars and you could have not a dime to your name and that mm. makes a lot of a difference. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. And and Crazy. you know what?
1: Um I think Biggie said, "Why do I have to be scared of somebody who breathes the same air as me?" Yeah. So the idea is like doesn't matter who you are. You got to use the washroom whether it's, you know, in a latrine into the into the sewer. Or on a gold toilet, like, Facts, like Action bro. Bronson.
0: Mac Miller. Oh, shout out Action oh, Bronson. Oh, shout out Mac Miller. Bro. Mac Rest Miller had yeah. this awesome, I, I think it was even a tweet. I don't even think it was. He said it where he's like, yo, you should never get like intimidated by anyone. And he was talking about beautiful women. He's like, yo, even a beautiful, the, the most beautiful woman you've ever met has mm-hmm. had to take the nastiest shit at one point and he's like that should that shows you that like we're all the same. Mm-hmm. We're all shit. We all have fucking have had to do some nasty shit yeah. at some time. Yeah. And I found
1: that so funny but it's so true. It humbles people, but it also breaks down the intimidation exactly. factor. You know what I mean? It's like imagine if
0: like exactly the most beautiful man, beautiful woman mm-hmm. in the world is seen at that moment. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. What are, what is it? Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, we're all just human. Yeah, somebody is scrubbing that shit off the exactly, toilet bowl. You know, man. like it's, it's, it's happening. And I think that's such a humbling thing. Yes, yeah. it very much is, bro. I love that list. Man. Cool. This is the 15, bro. I, I told you. I. Just you, you, made how, our, how did you, how
0: did you feel about it? You think I came correct? I loved it. I loved it. It's facts. It's all. It's stuff that I definitely. I agree with everything you said, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have been better content if I'm like, you're fucking
1: wrong about all this. Oh, but no, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I can't say that because I completely agree. Well, I think I you were also agreed. able to
1: elevate this by adding things so, like something to it. Like it. I think you were talking about the idea of, um, oh, man, you just said it. It was on number 13, work like hell. But it was like you said something about, oh, God, my memory. Short term memory.
0: The um, like if you're not not doing anything, you're gonna be
1: tired. You still feel bad, but it's worse. You know, that's exactly it. That
0: that, goes back to this. You know what, bro? Like this life shit. You're in it, either way. Yeah. Why not go a little higher? Like, Mm -hmm. why not try hard or try to be a better person?
1: What's what's your what's your take on? Because okay, you know, in in the West, we're really big on hustle. Yeah. And in China, they have this thing called 996, I think, where it's, you work from 9 to 9, 6 days a week. That's a lot of hours. 12 yeah. times 6 is 72. So these that's, like, normal. But my question is, the other side of it, there's this new thing called, what is it, quiet quitting? Yeah. You heard of this? Yeah, yeah I have. So what's your opinion on the two of these? Uh,
0: I don't really like either because both of them, to me, feel like you're putting too much emphasis into your job. Mm-hmm. like nine to working from nine till nine at a job and i don't i would never want to do that mm-hmm. like even this bro like i don't want to re- i'm gonna digress real quick cool. i'm okay, gonna get cool. back to yeah, it yeah. uh akon told a sick story about recording with eminem okay uh rappers are notorious for recording like ridiculous hours mm-hmm. going to the studio like 3 a.m and staying till like the mm. next 3 p.m like Mm -hmm. ridiculous Mm -hmm. and he was going to record with eminem kind of expecting that eminem got there at nine o'clock and he left at five and akon's like where are you going he's like i'm done put in put in six seven hours today Mm -hmm. uh i'll be back tomorrow yeah and i always that hit me because it's like yo it doesn't need to be defined of the b- amount of hours you put in just to say you put in all these hours yes, where you really yes, yes. if you're working nine to nine are you productive the whole mm-hmm. time no fucking way yeah, yeah and then with the quiet quitting to me it's again it's like my understanding of quiet quitting is just not putting m- much effort in but
1: you're still working is that essentially what it is i mean i think i saw like one two things about it but i think the idea of quiet quitting is like i'm not getting paid so i'm not gonna do extra i'm just gonna do what is required of me yes
0: and cool i get that like stick it to the man sure but that's contagious because if you want to do your own thing you're Mm -hmm. gonna be needing to do a lot more like if you have a dream you can't quiet quit during Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. so i feel like it could build bad habits man Mm -hmm. like uh if you're in a bad job and you quit hundred percent Dude, mm-hmm. good for you bro like mm-hmm. it's always another job out there but i feel like if you quit for a certain reason like it could it could build bad habits you know yeah. and uh if you're someone that wants to do their own thing or have a dream how, how are you not going to quiet quit in that because now you've set a precedent for yourself you know what
1: i'm saying i think it's also coming back to character and being honest exactly if you don't like your job quit if like, you can't just leave yes If you love your job, give it what you got, you know, and and to come back to it. I think because of this spectrum, you got people on extreme on both sides. Yeah. The people who are quietly quitting, the people who are hustling are going to go ahead and just probably get these promotions. You might feel the ways you might not, but the people who are hustling daytime, nighttime, they're going to continue to go up. Yes. The people who are quiet quitting. They might have better work life balance. And then those people who are hustling might also envy that. So I mean, there's gotta be a balance somewhere in the middle. And I find right now in life, there's a lot of extremes. You know what I mean? Agreed. Like people are extreme this way, people are extreme this way.
0: Too many labels.
1: Yeah. And it's hard because they're divisive. They yeah. bring us all apart. We're all arguing over stupid shit while you know the world is burning.
0: A hundred percent. I mean yeah. to say if you vote Republican you're automatically like a certain type of person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to me i just think that's so crazy bro because no nowhere in the world is everything black or white it's not how that works mm-hmm. you know there's no heroes mm-hmm. and villains in my opinion like it doesn't work like that in movies sure mm-hmm. but it's i feel like and i i, I not to go too much of a tangent. i feel a lot of that's media driven it's a good story this person is a bad person mm-hmm don't like him Mm -hmm. this is the person you should like Mm -hmm. when the fuck is it like that bro most people i'll use my nine to five again most people i meet pretty decent man very rarely are you gonna meet someone that's an absolute piece of shit Mm
2: -hmm.
0: if we watch the news it's everywhere everyone's a piece of shit i don't agree i never agreed with that Mm -hmm. so i don't know where i don't know how i got on that point but i I, I think it's just like that extreme where There's no reason for it to be extreme because I don't think life's that extreme, right? I Mm -hmm. think it's quite simple. I used to say this, I still say this to a lot of people, especially during COVID, though. Mm -hmm. For watching TV, like all this pandemonium, all this bad shit, but if you literally go outside, it's sunny.
1: Yeah, beautiful.
0: It's a nice day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Don't let that type of bullshit. Really impact your life, man. It's it's po- it's poison, you know. Yeah. Extreme views to me are kind of po- are poison. Like yeah. in any angle,
1: yeah. There's got to be some tolerance on both yes, sides, man. And uh, I think the the it's also like when you push these headlines, clickbait and stuff like that. When you push these headlines, they're just to go extreme so you go and watch them and then when you watch them you're like oh, this is just a pretty average video exactly so i think we're making a lot of noise about a smaller thing agreed the the, the dragon in the mountains is really a komodo dragon they don't even fly breathe fire and yeah. like that. you know like the the you know so we're not we're not talking about these villains and heroes but the only real villain is the versatile vigilante right here please click, click like subscribe comment appreciate you um my God, yeah, that's it.
0: <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. You want to, uh, you want to spit a quick freestyle? I do, bro?
1: I do. Are we still rolling? You want to take a quick break? I could, I could use a, a stretch real quick. You want? to keep wanna, going. We can do it right now. You
0: want to end it off with a bang? Yeah, right now. Let's do it. Okay, let's
1: do it. Oh Lord, I'm super nervous. Cause, Cause but you go. know, here's the five seconds of courage. I did write something, but I'm not gonna go and use it because I feel like if I can just go on this, I'll go. And when I when I get lost, just give me a word, and we'll try okay, to go like deal, that. Okay, deal. Um, yo, I could say I'm nervous Scared to perform the service But today I came to do this service So today I can do no disservice Summon five seconds of courage Ask if it's really worth it Talk to him like please state your purpose You don't have to be perfect Yo I thought I was strong when I was working out Things ain't working out Funny how I'm stronger now Life will look you in the eyes and test the strength of your soul, like drive your heart's tested on the length it can go. I was out of control, because what does an artisan make? The amount of time we stare through the darkest of drapes, we came far from the apes and even Adam and Eve, but the fruit never falls too far from the tree. I used to train these thoughts, and now I train my thoughts, therefore I'm coming from different planes and trains of thought. I collect my reward, when the pain has stopped, and it's a natural higher than the strain I copped. Listen, every day is beautiful, and the fun is mutual. If you invest, maybe the funds are mutual. Five seconds of courage, and we break rules. Tell the kids to go back to school. I met this cutie with a little booty. She was working, gave me brain I did not pay like Cupie. That's a Doug Ford reference. I don't know if I can afford it. Because the rates are going higher, we should pay more interest in mortgage. Give back like orphanage. Give the poor kid some hope. Either way, find better ways to cope than dope. It's a slippery slope. But yo, I'm a hand up. Either way, we gotta stand down or man up. Versatile vigilante. I'm smiling as I'm spitting this verse and up in the ante. People think shit is sweet like candy, but it can be. I could be driving a Nissan, Tesla, or Camry, still ball like Marcus can be. Either way, I stand tall like a C stand. Therefore, I'm like video on D-man, and girls want my C man, cause I'm trying to be man. Nah, a man. Um, listen, the power of the subconscious. Yo, I'm on this. I'm speak. I'm speaking from my heart, like my aorta. On the ground, I found a quarter. Either way, I'm sort of out of disorder, but I'm more in order than a cafeteria. I don't even know. Maybe I'm just hungry. I need to order a la mode. Maybe a la carte, where my heart is lies. It's the art of war, but the war is art. Either way, you need more than just vision, big brain, and heart. You got to have principles. You got to have characters. Something that flows deeper than your blood brain barrier flow like serotonin i don't know where i'm going either way you know the motion is deeper than the ocean if you see the waves ebb and flow this is the same way we must let go i think that's it unless you have a word to say either way i got some more things to display give me like two i'll try
0: okay we'll end it up with water i feel like water has been a theme okay water as the conclusion
1: water Water like it's H2O. Who knows where it flows and where it goes? You might see it in ice flows. Either way, it's an icicle. When we melt and condense, we just come back to flow. Um, Water's got molecules. Apparently, if you speak to water, it will actually react. Same way I'll speak to my son and daughter. Because when I pass away, I won't have a long will. I hope my kids will inherit a strong will versatile vigilante
0: vinny that was fucking hard
1: bro <laughs> renji lee first freestyle and
0: vigilante history yeah appreciate you bro this is an amazing conversation we just hit the two hour mark no way that okay that is an absolute banger
1: banger really appreciate it yeah. bro uh
0: shout out your social medias
1: and Listen, whatever real yeah. quick renji lee with three eyes because i see with my third eye like i only have one um Shout out to Energy Media House, Nights at Dali. shout out to Scripts and Sandwiches, the whole team. If you know me, come talk to me. If you don't know me, come talk to me. Even if I don't agree with you, at least I'll give you the p- time of day. Um, be somebody. Even if you think the world is ending, recycle. Be good to your parents. Don't forget to smile, work hard, buy some of the stickers and merch, and make sure when it's your time, because everyone has their time, you're ready. And th- I think we're good. Big facts. And appreciate bro. you. Thank you so much for
0: having appreciate me. Appreciate you, bro. Shout out Renji Lee. Shout yeah. out Marcus Camby. Fire Shout out Marcus Camby. Cheese. Let's get it, the man. First time
1: we're meeting, too, yo. This is blessed. First time. First meeting of the Not mines. the
0: last. That's a fact. No, much love. Bro. My guy. Woo! Nice vigilante season.